I shake your money maker, don't let that money maker. I shake that money maker, don't let that money make it. Oh, shake your money maker, don't let that money make it. I shake that money maker, don't let that. All right, so back up in this bitch for another one. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect, and as always, I go by the name of Domino. Appreciate you for tuning in. Appreciate you for listening from wherever you're listening from. Be it SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, wherever the fuck you get your podcast, we are there. And uh, the guests I got in the building today, very excited, very happy to have this happen. It's been in the works for a while, some years now. <laughs> um, finally here, uh, for one, like I said, I'm happy to talk to her. Uh, two, I finally got somebody in this fucking seat that can talk and I ain't got to pull shit out of motherfucker. So, you know, I got somebody that knows how to talk that's, you know, familiar with the mic and shit like that, you know. I don't want to, you know, start, start tuning horns and shit, but we got, you know, HU grad, motherfucking, we got the, the real HU. Period. We got event hosts. Uh, she she worked at Hot 937, you know, MTV, you know, Pay6, you know, little shit, you mm-hmm. know. Now and now she's currently on the uh, the Wendy, Wendy Williams show. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just all around entertainer, you know, I don't I don't know how long she going to play this background role, but like she, she don't she don't she don't belong. <laughs> Behind nobody's scene and shit. But, you know, we got Ooh. we got motherfucking Britney J in the building. There she is. Thank you for having me. That was a hell of an introduction. Oh, thank you. Appreciate what it. A, what a journey. Like, you just, just gave me a flashback of my life. Like, yeah. wow, what a journey. Yeah, you got a lot going on. I, I've been following you for a while. Um, When I when I was on Facebook, I was following you. I'm not on, I'm not on Facebook no Instagram. more. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram and shit. Um, they kicked me off Facebook, but whatever. <laughs> But yeah, Instagram. You know, your journey's been a been a been an interesting one. Like, like, like you're somebody that I really like, <laughs> admire and look up to. Like your work at work ethic and just what I've seen you do. Like I know you, but I don't know you. But it's yeah. like, like I'm proud of that motherfucker. Like, she, like, like she doing her thing and shit. Like every, every time she pop up, she doing something else. You know, she she go down, then she come back up. Right. Like, like I fuck with it. Word. So, yeah, man. But how you doing? I'm cool. I'm tired, trying to rest a little bit, trying to, you know, dip my toe in the summer. Yeah, right. But, right? Yeah, man, I'm tired. I just came back from the amusement park yesterday. Uh, I didn't get home till like 3. A.M.? A.M. What amusement park I went to? Went to Hershey Park. Okay, and, uh, yeah, okay. That yeah. was a little journey. Yeah, so the shit closed at 8. Then we hit traffic. Then okay. We, the niggas wanted to eat. Got to eat. Then we got home. It's like a four-hour drive, so, you know. <laughs> and then, then we here, then, you know, you got your regular next day shit to do. But, you right. Know, I'm here, you know. That's what's up. Tired as fuck. But <laughs> how is your summer going? How, like, how is everything? How, how How's your mentals? How's your... Right. Um, my summer is just getting started. Really, Um, the show worked... The show went on hiatus last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, like, kind of kind of catch up. Like, let me clean my space. You know what I mean? Like, trying to organize my thoughts, see what kind of things I want to get accomplished before I have to go back. So that's kind of where my head is at. When do you go back? Um, alleged. Well, they said September... I just don't know the, the exact date, so that's why I'm saying allegedly, but it's September. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Now, now, how did this current job come about? I would have to take mm-hmm. you back a couple steps. All right, so let's start from the beginning. Okay. Then. Let's, let's start from before, <laughs> you know, college. And let's, Brittany J., where are you from? 
I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Born and raised. Born and raised yeah. Bridgeport. So how was how was growing up in Bridgeport for you? Because everybody got a experience. I know. I mean, Bridgeport's home. I don't really know. I'm from the East End. Um, my life was very. My mother kept me in the house, so mm-hmm. my activities range from like church or like cheerleading, like. I did the Raiders. Um, oh, he's a Pop Warner cheerleader. I was Y-E-L-L, everybody yell. Okay, like was goody. Um, um, grew up in the church. I went to Mount Airy, singing, dancing, all type of stuff like that. Um, mm. what else did I do? Like, I'm. I used to. I definitely used to party when she finally did let me go outside. I turned up on niggas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know how that shit go. Yeah. But um, yeah. Like I wasn't like in the streets, but they knew me. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of them kind of things. Yeah. Okay. Pops around. <laughs> Um, not in the house. I always knew who he was, but he was in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we're re- cool. We're cooler today than we were then. But I feel like we're cool because we didn't have that father-daughter relationship. Then it's like, mm. listen, nigga, this is me. Right. This is you. And I'm learning how much I like, how much similar, how similar I am to him. Like, mm. as an adult, I'm like, damn, like, what? That's, I, that's where I get genetic. that shit from, yeah. That shit's really genetic. <laughs> like, wow. Like, mm. but yeah, so we're cool now, but definitely, like, was rocky for the majority of my life. Like, okay. <laughs> brothers and sisters? I got two brothers and a sister. Two brothers and a sister. Yes. Growing up, y'all was cool. Y'all got along. Some, well, as good as t- siblings Tim's get along. Yeah. Right. So, my other brother, um, my second brother, I did not meet until I was like 15. Mm. So, I'm like, okay, like, hey, bro. <laughs> like, so I love him to death, obviously, but like, I don't have the type of relationship that I have with my other siblings that I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, we're tight. Like, we, we really was all we had because. Um, she kept us in the house. My mother worked that night overnight, so it was like house was locked down. House had to be quiet. Like it was just us. So mm-hmm. yeah. Now, when did entertainment come into play for you? You wanted to be in, and I guess like the media space and things like that. Like, what age did that hit you? So I feel like my whole life I've kind of been entertaining because like I always danced like um from church singing and dancing, and then like when I was. I don't remember how old I was. My mother put me like in tap classes, mm. um, did that, did hip hop. It was pretty vanilla. So it was like, we're not doing that again. Right. <laughs> what? Like that was like one good whack year of mm. like, no. Um, And then I'm trying to think dance class. And then I would get involved in like community theater. Like I did, I feel like, Probably, like, when I got into high school, I started, like, I tried a drama club. Like, I don't know what I want to do. I just know I like to talk. I like to sing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'm trying to think what else. Like, if something triggered. But I always would sing. I remember this one time, like, at a family reunion in Florida. Like, we did, like, a little talent show. And mm-hmm. it was my turn to sing. And I feel like this was the first time I heard my voice. And um, I sang If You Want to Be Somebody from um, Sister Rack 2. Yeah, yeah. I sang that. And I remember just liking my voice. Like, all right, I wasn't really even scared to do that. And I was really mm. young. So that's probably where it started, started. Mm. But I had no idea, like, what what a career would look like. Like, you know, you want to perform and stuff, but nobody ever gives you direction. So it's just a, some type of dream. Like, mm. I used to want to be a video girl. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what do I have to look at? Yeah, BET, yeah. when I get out of school. So that's mm. it. That looks lit to me. Like, sign me up. Like, right, right. So, yeah, it wasn't, it was always something that I was in touch with, but never could fully tap in because nobody understood it. And mm. it was just like, okay, girl, did you do your homework? Oh, yeah, okay. nobody, yeah, nobody understands. You know they, what I mean? Yeah, they ain't like, never been around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you always been, been like the life of the party? Because your personality is just like huge and out there and just like, <laughs> every time I see you busting splits, you doing this. <laughs> You fucking dancing, you sweating, you fucking doing all types of curio. You doing mad shit. Uh, woo. <laughs> so, 
honestly, I didn't even realize how bad it was. So people from elementary was like, you still crazy as hell. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, what the fuck was I doing at McKinley? What was I doing <laughs> right. at McKinley Elementary that y'all saying that? But honestly, I think so. Like, I was always at least goofy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that if I was a life... Honestly, no, I was doing splits back then, too. Like, um, <laughs> I was. I just was. Mm. Um, Always was flexible. Toe touches. All that. All type of shit. But, um... Yeah, I guess I guess so. I didn't really real. I didn't realize it. Like it wasn't. It was just always who I was, and I used to get in trouble a lot. So I didn't take it as a good thing, right? You know what I mean. I took it as like again, <laughs> like damn it. I just I, as soon as I stepped outside, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Trouble like, found me. You feel me? Like I be minding my black ass business. Right. And here we go, and now I'm in trouble. Like right, okay. right. So I always took it as kind of like a thing that I had to downplay, mm. but it was always me. Because if you look at them report cards, often distracts other students. Mm. Grades was A1, though. Mm, yeah. Feel me? Top five. Yeah. But always was a problem. Like, always was goofy. Always was just anything. I would love to talk to your mother, see how you was as, as a like actual kid in the house and shit. Like, I you need always... to ask that too. <laughs> I really want to know because I'm like, oh, how did this any of this happen? Like, raising hell. <laughs> From what I see now, I could tell you's a fucking problem. Man, listen, I, I feel like I had I suppressed a lot of it because she she like I said she worked at night. Mm. So like obviously when I'm up I'm up and at him trying to do whatever. Yeah. But I feel like I had to be quiet. Yeah. So when I'm out, I'm like, hello world. Like, <laughs> Releasing all that shit. It was like, yo, like, mom ain't I having that shit. You niggas, right? Like, <laughs> she worked that night, gotta be quiet. She sleep. Right. Once I go outside, nigga, I'm me. I'm, good morning. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you got bit by the entertaining bug, I want to say, like in your teenage years or whatever. So when did you realize what did you what you wanted to go to college for or like that you did want to go to college? So college was kind of an automatic thing only because I was good in school. Like okay. I didn't, my, one of my older cousins, like um, my father's side, like she went to Spelman. So it was like, okay, that's cute for you. But mm. I was perfectly fine about to go to Housatonic. I was 15 when I was applying to college. So I was just worried about the next Sheens in the party. Like what? <laughs> the Sheens, God damn, yo. Come on now. That's all I was oh, worried about. Man. So I'm like, I'm going to do these applications, I guess. Yeah. But I wasn't really tripping. Like I was perfectly fine. Taking this, I had got this People's Bank internship and a mm. Housatonic. Um, they were paying Housatonic. I'm like, I'll just do this and figure out. I don't know. Yeah. I toured the campuses up here. I'm like, this is whack. Like, I went to Central. Right. I went to Eastern. I'm like, Eastern. This, I don't like none of yeah. this. Like, this is whack. Um, thought about New York, but I never just finished the application. Like, I don't think I was mature enough. Mm. Howard stuck out to me because of Felicia Rashad and because of um Diddy. Mm. Um, like they had names, and I'm like, okay, like that's what's up. And then um, at that time, I wanted to, all I could think was, I wanted to be free. Mm. I wanted to be free from 106 and Park. <laughs> Not free from I thought white. you meant no, no, like no. life. <laughs> I, I mean say, oh, free. Okay, okay yeah. From free. Yeah, yeah, Park, yeah, yeah. Right? So I'm like, well, what type of degree I got to get to do that? Like, mm. And that's what ended up happening. But let me tell you, so when I applied to Howard, I applied, whatever, fine. I didn't hear back from them. So that's why I'm saying I was going to take Hootatonic. I was going to take People's Bank and keep it pushing right so i did go on college tours though so i did like um went to like a florida circuit i knew i wasn't going to florida but yeah, yeah, wanna, yeah. i'm going on a trip though i'm gonna be lit yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, yeah. out <laughs> okay and then um i feel like i went to dc with my mom and my sister i don't know what made us go down there like if we went down, down there specifically to go to howard i don't remember mm. but i went there we took a tour we went to the admissions office and it's hbcus love them to death but they have ways about them that you know they're still black you know, yeah. come on now yeah so 
I go, we go to the admissions office, and my mother was like, yeah, my daughter applied, but we never heard back, da 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 So the lady was like, oh, like, what's your GPA? Like, looked my name up. She's like, oh, like, you'll have a letter by the time you get home. Mm. Like, basically, you're accepted. Like, girl, what? That, is that so, fucking easy? Yeah. Like, I'm on, like, I'm on the, what if I didn't come here? Like, what I've ever found out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, thanks, Listen. Niggas. So, niggas. Niggas. Niggas got nig. Okay. And hey. no matter how many degrees they got, it's some niggadum going on. What we do best. So, there it is. So <laughs> that's how that happened. So, but going there, I did not know what I wanted to do. I just felt like, how do I get on 106 and Park? Mm. Um, they said it was broadcast journalism. I said, all right, cool. Like, I'll do that. I get to broadcast journalism. I'm like, oh, it's too much writing. They they wanted me to like. They teach you like you're writing the news, and mm. I we did not watch the news in my house. Like it was sad to us. Yeah. So my mother was like, "Yeah, I don't want to see that." So I don't today. Yeah, like that's not what I'm about to do for yeah, y'all. Like yeah, yeah. so, I switched to PR. Still had to write. So I'm like, "What the hell? I just need to get this degree." At how this the point. fuck do I get the free? Nigga? Like how do I get just how do I get to the yams? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what are we talking about? Like this is y'all doing a lot. Right. So like, I, and looking back, I wish I would have um had different type of internships and just been more aware of things but one thing about being from here I feel like is we're just we're not exposed to as much as other places or whatever are exposed especially when you're in the inner city so mm. you don't know what things look like you don't understand like oh internships is the way of life you know what I mean like yeah. you're doing them if you're in college you're doing it as a way to meet your credits you're not even mm. thinking like how can I finesse and then after you know you're bombarded with what life is outside of the house like in another city you still got to work jobs you trying to get internships at that point you're just surviving like listen college is lit don't get me wrong mm. but it was it came to a point where i wasn't even trying to figure things out i was trying to just seize get degrees right heard you okay like, right right thank, right thank you for your time <laughs> right. i think that's a big problem because we don't never see nobody that that's doing it like we don't have anybody that's in our community and anybody that comes back home and be like hey i did xyz you yeah. can do xyz and get here and absolutely my... and like i said college was just like an automatic like you finished 12th grade well what else is there what else is there to do 13th grade i'm on my way i don't know ups is higher <laughs> feel me like what else is there so yep that's how it happened do you feel like you were ready to leave home do you feel like that you were mature enough to actually like leave your parents sight and leave the state of connecticut and leave everything that you know to go to another city like a whole different life yes yeah, so honestly yes um even though my mother kept, she tried to keep me inside i still found my way to where i needed to find my way to mm. And then it got like my senior year, she just came to the point like, listen, okay, I know you, I know you're leaving. I know that when you leave here, like when you finish high school, you're probably not gonna be here. So you might as well go and, you know, have your fun and do what like figure things out, like mm. the way you need to figure it out. Um, so I ha I definitely had a balance. I think I was ready to go, but there were certain certain things I just wasn't exposed to that I had to learn when I got out there. But um, I definitely was ready to go. Like I didn't, I wasn't even one of those kids that like wild out, like, oh, I'm pregnant. Like I didn't even do any of that. Um, right. which, you know, you might think, but no, I was like, I've, I've always been crazy and I always have been good in my, good with grades. So I'm going to do it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So other than free, who inspired you? If anybody, cause motherfuckers yeah. just be doing shit sometimes and be like, you know what? I just like, they cool, but it's like. Yeah, I got I'm my own path. Think, like actual inspirations. Um, she was like a big one. I'm just looking at this lady. You want to know something so crazy? You might laugh at this, and it's gonna tell you how much of my life revolved around TV. Cita. Cita's world. That was big. Cita. She was is, 3D, but she was big though. Listen, yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy, but she inspired me. I was like, I just loved her voice, and I loved 
that she sounded like me, like sounded like us. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, it's a cartoon talking shit. Yeah. Like, what? Playing videos, Listen, talking shit, being you. Seriously, I, it was just the littest thing to me. So she, matter of fact, and what's funny is I, once I found her ass on Instagram, I wrote her like, girl, I just need you to know that you are important you. to my life. And she wrote me back and was like, Tita. <laughs> um so she inspired me um i always fucked with angie martinez and these are and these are not because i wanted to do radio it was just because i think that's just literally what i was exposed to like i mm. was just exposed to the radio I Hot was 97, to, yeah. you feel me i was exposed to these things in my little bubble that, you know, I couldn't see a bunch of other stuff. So this is what I see. And so that's what inspired me. Mm. Um, I even liked Wendy back then. Um, not even like I didn't I was really young, so I didn't know, but I just remember these voices. Miss Jones, I remember these voices mm -hmm. of these women like just sounding lit. But not I it, I don't, I guess I wouldn't say they inter I could internalize it mm. like to really understand what I was taking in. But those are names that I just always was like, oh, 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 like yeah, yeah. always. Mm. So I guess those are probably my inspirations. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. But yeah, I don't really make things that deep. But if yeah, I had I'm, to think I feel you. like what names I remember throughout my life that were like, damn, that seemed kind of cool, it would be them. Okay. Now, you get to Howard. Mm -hmm. um, how was the first year? Because usually, like, niggas want to go down there for school. They, you know, they, they they talk all that shit. Like, yeah, I'm going down there to get my gray straight, you know, blackness, yeah, yeah, all that shit. But then it's like niggas get down there, they see the parties, they see the drinking, they yeah. see the, the niggas, they see yeah. the women. Like, how was your first year? Like, was it, was you on track? Was you partying? Was you in the middle? Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was all of the above. My first semester, I had a 4 0. That's what's up. First semester, I had a 4 0. I did, I dropped the class only because, so I didn't understand. Again, I, they, listen, I'm just out there like, well, this is what I took in high school. So let me take the next level up. I don't know. Mm. Um, the only, I did drop like pre calculus or I think it was intro to calculus. Mm. I was getting to be in the class, but it was consuming all my time. And I dropped it because um, I found out I didn't need it. All the highest I needed was Algebra 2. Mm. So I'm like, bye. Got mm. a 4 Um, And then, like, but that year, I was tapped all the way in. Like, everybody knew me. I was dancing all over the place. Life of the party. Captain right. of the <laughs> dance team. Splits in the cafeteria, in the calf. <laughs> everywhere. But, like, and people didn't even know I took my work seriously. Like, I never forget um, when I ended up rooming. No, I was ended up in a class with one of my friends who... Like you, like she sees me outside of class. Like mm. you just see me everywhere. I was being stupid. Yeah, see me in class. I have my glasses on. I'm taking notes. She's like, yo, I ain't even know that you, like, nigga. I'm about to squander this. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> I'm here to work. I'm here to, that here shit to is get, fun, but like, you know, like, the price to pay too is like, going yeah. to get my grades. Like, period. Mm. So right. I, my first, my freshman year was honestly probably my most studious year. Mm -hmm. Honestly. And then what happened the rest of that? Did you ever fall off? Um. Absolutely. Um, but mm -hmm. I didn't fall off in a way. Like I still graduated with like a three, three, I wanna say. All right. Right. Which is not bad, especially considering. So if I didn't Mama told you about that um we had to write the news. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's this class from the devil for record reporting and writing. Taught mm. by Professor Cogwell. Okay. Anybody in the school of C that took anything in journalism has had to take this class. And majority of people have failed that class the first time they took it. Mm. Because the workload is like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, he wanted us to have, like, 30 published articles. Public. God damn. I'm like, who? 
So it's a, obviously a school newspaper, whatever. So you can publish in that, but it has to actually get through the editors to be published. Mm. I'm like, bro, you're doing way too much. I got other classes to do. First time I took the class, not mind you. I, all right. I think I took the class three times. I just, <laughs> I, I just gave up. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. Did my other classes, I'm getting B's and A's. Like you could just suck at college, but whatever. Yeah. So I feel like the first time I honestly got an F. Cause I, I just feel like I just did not do the work. Mm. Um, and it was too late to drop. Was it incomplete? It might, I might have gotten it incomplete the first time. Mm. Second time I took it, I got a D. We, we look at things is looking up. The third time, now mind you, one of my best friends that I'm in college with, we, we did the same thing. Like, mm. bitch, you failed? Done. Yeah, got yeah. that D? We got that D. We got to take this shit again, bitch. Okay. Took it a third time with a different teacher who was less up my... Ain't yeah. no whatever to care. Like, didn't have as many requirements. But yeah. very, very much into the writing. Got to see. And cool. C's get degrees. So, yeah. Listen. So, Barely skinny your teeth. It's cool. You, you made me? it, nigga. That's it. So those that one class is the only reason why I didn't graduate with like a three five. Like mm. no bullshit. Okay. Where the guy? Like. <laughs> so you graduate? Yes. Did you come straight back home? No, I was trying my hardest not to come back home. I cried when I graduated because I was like, this. All you know is school your whole life. Yeah. Right. Like. Boom, you graduate, you're an adult. Yeah, like, Apparently. what the fuck do I do now? Like, you know nigga, what I'm saying? I don't know doing my hands, Ricky Bobby. Like, Right. <laughs> and I worked, I did work in college. Like, I always had, like, some type of retail job or whatever the case. Mm. But when you don't have school, it's kind of like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, you need to fill that space with something. You feel me? So I was like, hmm, this is funny. Um, And so I started looking for jobs out there. Like, I was working at Bank of America out there, actually, while I was in school. Mm. Um, My senior year, I did. And um, that didn't end up working out. I knew I didn't want to do banking, but that's just where I was at. It didn't end up working out. Mm. I like was in an apartment with this nigga. Mm. Always the niggas. Always, Always the, the niggas. niggas, man. <laughs> in the apartment with this nigga, he ain't doing shit for me. Fine. Mm. So we end up having to separate, not even like break up, but separate. Because I'm like, I can't pay for this apartment. You ain't paying shit for this apartment. We got to go before I get evicted, okay? Right. So I ended up staying with a family friend. They lived in, like, a part of Maryland. Really nice house. I slept on the floor in, like, their kid's playroom. Like, okay. Mm. Like, you only have one kid, so any other room just belongs to the kid. Like, yeah, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, okay. So I'm sleep sleeping on an air mattress. Air mattress deflated. I'm on the floor for, like, six months. Like, whatever, fine. Mm. Y'all got AC. You're right. Um, <laughs> Y'all got AC. You me? Like, whatever. Um, I was working at, and I was working at a restaurant called Nando's. Oh, yeah, Nando's. Yeah, I yeah, worked yeah. at Nando's. Um, and I, it was so funny because people, I don't think that they knew that I went to Howard or knew anything, but I was working in class and like there was this trainer and she was like, yo, you my best pupil. I'm like, girl, this is chicken, okay? <laughs> if I can't handle this, I ain't ready for nothing else. Like, But anyway, so I worked there for um for a while, but then I'm mm. like, I got to figure out what I'm doing because I'm staying in these people's houses, mm. like the people's house. Um, I'm not doing anything career-wise. Like I feel like, you know, a flop basically, like that whole... Failure, like you, yeah, you graduate you know. college. Why don't? Where's your briefcase? Where's your suit? Yeah, you yeah. Doing? You see, you motherfuckers doing this that and the third again. Internships here, they flying here, they doing thriving, that, and you right? just chicken. Feel like, me? Greasy, spicy. Yeah. You want this rice with this coleslaw? Okay. <laughs> right. And so it's so funny because somebody that went to Howard remembered me. I didn't remember the person, but I told you I was all over the place. So people yeah, yeah, knew yeah. Me that I didn't know. Mm. So she comes in like, "Oh, didn't you go to Howard?" I'm like, "Yeah, girl." Da, 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 da. So she asked me. She was like, "Oh, is this all you're doing?" Bitch. It's the shame for me. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't even have to do me. You could have just, oh, good to see you. You ain't have to ask me this. And that really sunk into me like, damn, bitch. Yeah, like, mitigated goal. You know what I'm saying? I'm a recent grad. Like, this is, I'm not even a year out of college. I'm like four months out of college and I'm feeling 
go crazy. So, right. and, I, and I'm drowning out there. Like, I'm drowning money-wise. Like, I can't keep up. I'm making minimum damn wage. Mm. My mom was like, I think you should come home. So I spent a period, um, a period of a couple, few months, leaving my restaurant job, catching the China bus to New York, catching the train, set, like, setting up interviews up mm. here. So I was setting up interviews between Connecticut and New York, like, setting them up, setting them up. I actually, which is funny, I actually had interviewed at 93.7 and did not get the job, mm. which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> ended up, yeah, he didn't even remember, but that's a whole other thing. But anyway, was interviewing for weeks, months, and finally landed something at a media agency in Norwalk. Mm-hmm. And I worked there for two and a half years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I like about you is your honesty, right? You ain't you ain't scared to say, "Oh, I slept on somebody fucking air mattress for six months." Mm-hmm. Like when I see you on IG, it's like you talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. You like, "Yo, my eyebrows ain't shit. My wig is this. My car is fucked up." Is that <laughs> the third? Like, you're like whatever. Yes. Now, Real life shit. Like, now, is there like is this like a method to this madness, or just this this is you? There's no method. I just believe in not faking the funk. Like, you put any type of fake front out there, you got to upkeep that shit. Yeah, all the time. You know what I'm saying? And there was never even an option to me to to try to front, like, that whole fake it till you make it shit. It mm. was never even an option. Like, that's not my style at all. Mm. Um, But I was just... Because people, people would look and think that shit was so lit. And I'm like, nigga, no. I'm struggling. I'm at home. <laughs> right. Like, still, nigga... Y'all see me take a picture with fucking Fab and Jada and think that it's over for me. Like, no, nigga, I mm. don't know how I'm getting home today. I hope the car starts. <laughs> right. Bruh, and it's mommy car at that. Right. You feel me? Like, but it was there was honestly no method. I didn't think anything of it. Like, people did reply and be like, yo, it's so inspiring to see you push through. But I was just literally in my phone like, nigga, I'm tired. Like, mm. that's really all it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, because you have had all of these, like, I guess, jobs of entertainment, do niggas think you have money like that? Like, And this is what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> I'm like, I can't have y'all feel, thinking that I'm lit and y'all, I pull up to a club, like, a, a say the station was throwing a party, something like that. Mm. I pull up and y'all see me in this hoopty. Y'all see me driving my mother. I can't, like, it does, it's not gonna, it's never gonna add up. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't got a whole bunch of sneakers. Like, I love sneakers. I don't have a bunch of sneakers. I don't have a bunch of this. My, I do my own hair. Like, right. y'all, I don't, like, nobody ever, I don't, I, I it, like I said, there was no method to my madness. I just was like, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like, I've always been that person, so here's my journey. Like, this is what I'm doing today. Like, this shit is crazy. And I I also feel like it was kind of like, I don't want to say, I don't know how to really phrase it, but it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say a lack of confidence or, like, maybe humility in a way. I don't know. Mm. I just didn't want nobody to have it fucked up. I really just didn't want nobody to have it fucked up. That's really it. Like sometimes you got to keep it real with this because, you know, we live in this internet age where you see somebody doing this. You're like, oh, I got to do this. Like, nigga, you got to run your own race type of shit. Like, yeah. nigga, I'm fucked up. Everybody's fucked up. Y'all want to put on these happy smiles, all these relationship yeah. photos and shit. Y'all want to yeah. be goals with niggas. Yeah. You see a nigga, you know, shooting this video, working yeah. with this motherfucker. It's like, yo, you know yeah. how much he paid for that shit? That song probably ain't never going to come you out. Feel me? Like, like song probably trash. Like, it's like, it's just a bunch of shit. Like, I like niggas that. Like you, they just keep it real and keep everything just yeah. in front of niggas' face. Like, yo, look at my eyebrows. Like, when you did that shit, <laughs> yo, you fucking the eyebrow. Nah, that's because, ah. like, you did that shit. I, I really was, was fucking, like, these shit just gone. Like, 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 yo, look at this shit. You was touching them. I was like, oh, yo, that's, that's fucking funny. I yo. didn't even realize I didn't even have eyebrows. <laughs> my, yo, my nigga, I thought my eyebrows was like nice. Like, oh, they're not bushy, whatever. Yeah, that shit. 
I was on, I'm going to tell you why that, what prompted that video. I was at work and Melly came mm. and we were cool. We always been cool. So she's on live. She gives me the phone to go like, to just talk to the people like, ah, mm. you do that. So I'm talking, it's on me for the interview. Get her off the camera. You know, people want to see oh, who yeah. they want to see. Like, yeah, not even yeah. about me. Like, I'm here to see Melly, so put Melly back on the camera. Right. Whatever. So, somebody in the comments goes, she ain't got no eyebrows. Damn. And then somebody else goes, yo, somebody says she don't got no brows. Right? Mm. So, I'm like, the <laughs> fuck? Like, what did we talk? Whatever. So, I didn't even, I read it, and I was like, all right, whatever. Like, y'all act, whatever. Mm. So, then we keep interviewing, um, interviewing her, and then at some point, um, I... I recited her song to her in Spanish. Mm. And that same person that said something about my eyebrows was like, oh, nah, she type lit though. Thank you. So yeah, I got, it, it, we got, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get you back, back, whatever. But yeah. that day I was like, oh, bitch, I got to do something about these brows. Cause like, they going <laughs> to find anything. I don't got no pimples. They looking at the hairs on my face now, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel yeah. me? Like, that shit's crazy. But that's what happened. That's what that video came from. I don't know why I remember that one. I remember just <laughs> laughing at that shit. Cause like, it's like, you, you see somebody so much, you don't notice don't something. I was realize like, it. You don't even realize oh, shit. it. And, and then it's like, if you can make fun of yourself, that's the type of motherfucker that like, I like. It's like, yo, something wrong with me. Like, something wrong with everybody, motherfucker. Everybody ain't perfect. I was like, y'all fuck with her. <laughs> fuck with this. So now, Mama says move back home. You're working in Norwalk. Yep. What's the next step? So from there, I worked there for two and a half years. I was an assistant media buyer, mm, which is like, is I was buying commercials. Okay. So we, it was a media agency that planned and bought media for clients. Okay. So there was a plan aside. They would plan out all these campaigns. And then my job was to go buy the spots in radio and TV. Okay, gotcha. So I'm working with salespeople basically. Like, oh, call TNT, see how much we can get for five commercials during the game. Like, mm. shit like that. Boring, math, whatever. Um, but it was in media, so I felt like I'm using my degree. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think it was it was September 2014. Called me into the office, called my um higher up into the office. And my boss in the office. Mm. Yeah, we're going in a different direction. We're gonna outsource the local media, no, the national media buying to the national the office in New York. So obviously your services no longer needed. I had just bought a car. I'm like, this is Shit. awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> mm. So gave me my little severance and it was it. So that day I did cry. Then after that, I said, now mind you, I knew so while I was there, I was still trying to do other shit. Like I took a couple days off from work to work Fashion Week mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this. What, what the fuck? I forgot to ask. Right. So I know this ain't it. I don't know what the fuck is it. Yeah. But these events and shit, these kind of things kind of excite me. Right. So that's when I started like touching stuff. Like, all right, this Fashion Week, this was kind of lit. I was tired. I was in New York. This felt good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Then like I had volunteered at Tribeca Film Festival and this was all voluntary. Like I'm mm. like, I'm just sign up for volunteer and I kept getting this shit. Like in for Fashion Week. They said they interviewed like a thousand applicants. People flew mm. from Italy to do that shit. And I got picked. We was in a group interview with like 15 people. Yes. I did not think I was going to get picked. They mm. was running 10 minutes. Next. ten. The fuck right. I got picked. I worked right. two seasons with them. I did Tribeca Film Festival, which was cool, but also kind of weird because I saw like this one chick um, I was cool with from, from Howard, who she was like working it as in she helped put that shit together. And I'm mm. at the fucking... Samsung stand. Yeah. Like, you want to try this <laughs> virtual reality, guys? Right, right, like, right. Like, the fuck? Like, we graduated? Like, okay, anyway. Same like, class, the same year. You Look feel the fuck? me? Like, this shit is crazy right. to me. So, um, so I would do, I was doing things like that to, um, just to, I just, I just felt something pulling me in that direction. I didn't know what it was supposed to look like. I just knew that it just seemed like 
these look good, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So are you the type of person to just try shit that just looks fun, or do you, like, have a passion, like, I want to do these things? So... Because you don't do fashion no more, right? No, no. no. Um, Nope. That was that was cool too, but the and it was the more of the planning in the event side for me that excited me. Mm. So I just knew that I and I think let me think how to say this. Let me see. Cause so when I was in school, I fucked with the radio station for like a semester and a half. Mm. And but to me, seeing all the people go through there, I was like, this is not realistic. So I started to think about behind the scenes shit then Mm -hmm. but still wasn't sure what it looked like for me Mm. i'm like does that mean entertainment lawyer does that mean an entertainment accountant accountant you know what Mm. i mean like i didn't know what that looked like Mm. i loved accounting too i was like bitch i'm about to just do math for these niggas i don't know like (laughs) what so i went through a whole process of like trying to figure out like do i want to do business do i want to entertain whatever the case so anyway Mm. fast forward um what was i talking about uh you got fired or laid off yeah laid off oh trying all these different things yeah so even when I got to the, I, I, I genuinely think I was attracted to behind the scenes stuff. Cause, oh, that's what it was. Cause when I did PR, we did have to do events. Mm. And I was like the, I was like the account executive for this event that we did, like our senior Capcom. And then like, I got an award for being like the best account executive for mm. the Capcom. Mm. So I did have a knack for like planning this stuff behind the scenes. Matter of mm. fact, there was this um random concert. I was looking up shit on Craigslist. Like, what is what type of gigs is out here? I didn't know where to look. Yeah. I looked on Craigslist and there was this concert. These people based out of Ohio were throwing a concert in Danbury. Mm. I live in Bridgeport. Okay. All right, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Throw a concert in Danbury, like, oh, we need somebody to like, you know, collect the money. We need somebody to settle with the to settle with the the venue. We need somebody to run the event. Mm. It was just me. I don't I to this day, I don't know how the fuck. But I was like, yeah, I'm down for all of that shit. I mm. get up there. Um, I don't even have... I, it's just me and, like, the people who are running the venue. Like, yeah. I I go up... I find the vans, the bands that are performing. You're who is so-and-so. This is when you're going. This is when you're going. This is when you're going. Mm. Organizing these... Like, I never met these people the day in my life. We mm. coordinated through email. That was it. So I'm like, this. that felt lit to me. And it was this one chick there. She was like... I don't know what you were doing, but you just look so official. <laughs> don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And all I was doing was like making this event happen, settled up with the people, sent them their money, took my cut. Mm-hmm. And it was a one and done deal. I never heard from them again. The event no. went well. Like, what? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But what? Like, and I think I posted a picture. I feel like there's a, like a picture. And this might have been like 2015. I don't know. 2014 when I did this event. Like it was weird, so I did like them t- those t- those type of things. I did. Mm. I didn't even think about being in front of the scenes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. This motherfucker had a journey. Yo, you got a journey. That's only 2015. <laughs> <nigga>. <laughs> like this shit, this shit been lit so far. Now, one thing I also like about you is your hustle, right? Because like I said on Instagram, I follow you. I watch a lot of your stories. Yeah. And um, at one point you was working at the station. You was doing like catering or some shit. Yep. So. So well, before we get to that, okay. right? Okay. So. 2015, yes. laid off, just yes. bought a car. What's yes. next? So that's when I was like, I, I vowed that I was not going to do anything that was boring as fuck again. Okay. So not only, remember I told you I did Fashion Week and the other shit, I mm. also volunteered at Governor's Ball. Mm-hmm. Me and my best friend did that. I was like, bitch, they got to take volunteers, did that. Um, and that was lit as fuck too. Um, it was a lot of outside and a lot of walking, but I got to see the artists. It was dope. Mm. Um, so I did that. I... Was able to find on Craigslist. <laughs> Again. 
live and die. Okay. <laughs> um, on Craigslist, there was a um bartending course. Um, it was at Diageo. Mm. Diageo had this bartending course for people who were in economical need mm. that they they would pay for you to take the class. Oh shit! Okay. So it was a bartending school in Fairfield that I feel like I had went to before. Mm. Like I tried it before and I didn't finish or some shit like that. Right. So turns out it was the same school that I had tried before, but mm. now I'm they're paying they're pay to take the class. Yeah. So I was going to Diageo every day. Um, for I want to say was it two weeks or four weeks? Mm. Um, did that, graduated from that, and then um I started. The, that's when I started like catering. Mm. I found a restaurant in Norwalk and Sono that's not open anymore. It was called Strata 18. Mm. I bartended for them. I was bartending at the Elks in Stanford um, all at the same time. Like I was going from <sighs> Norwalk to Stanford to like all the same catering. Catering was based out of Stanford, but that would be anywhere. So mm. that was like the core of what I was doing. Then, um, and this is all like 2015. Um, yeah, 2015. Shit. So then at the end of at, like October 2015, um, I tried the radio again. Mm. So what happens is I apply for street team. Because okay. I'm like, I be fucking with these events, mm. right? Street team, events. Put it together. Yeah. What you got? Some shit. Okay. Match I apply made. to it. Um, so this is gonna be another one that I did. Um I was on a text and it distracted me. Um right. so I so I go up there to interview for the street team, and the street team is for all the stations up there. So it was 93, um, light 104. Um, like pop rock and news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So it wasn't even had nothing to do with 93. I didn't interview with them, nothing. So I apply for that. I get it. And she asked me, she was like, Where do you see yourself in five years? And I kid you not, I said, I want to run the Grammys. Like, mm. understand where my head was at. Right, yeah. Behind the scenes. Nigga, right. I'm street team right now. I'm going that way. I'm Feel going me? To Grammys. <laughs> and and it, I don't even know what made me say that. I honestly just felt like it was just too hard. Yeah. When I like I said, I'm looking at these people that worked at the radio station at Howard, and I'm like, "What are y'all niggas doing now? Making beats?" Yeah, <laughs> and it's nothing wrong with that. But right. what are niggas doing now? You working for Verizon? No, right. no, no, no. It's not, like, it's not what we went to school for four years. I got these fucking degrees, all this money you and feel shit. Me? I need to do something practical. I need to. It need to be entertainment somehow. If right. it can't be in front of it, it got to be behind it. And once I got behind it, I ended up liking it. So I'm like, "Fuck it, this is what we doing." Right, right. So. Start working up there. So I'm working all these up at the same time. I'm working all the the all these serving positions. I picked up a FedEx morning shift. Fuck um, like five in the morning. Mm. Um, that shit was wild. And I'm leaving Stanford at two, probably two thirty, three o'clock, because you know the bars closed. Mm. I just drive straight to North Haven to work at FedEx. Cause I feel like the shit started like four thirty or five, some shit like that. I just drive straight up there, touch a little Yeah. Get up. <laughs> let's go move these boxes. They put me in the tower. I was shifting them shits. H I A, what lane do yeah. you gotta go in? So I was doing all at all at the same, same time. Mm. Yep. Now where the fuck does this hustle come from? This is out of like a like a need for money? Is it just like a need to keep going? A need to I need to be doing something. I can't just sit on my ass. Like where does this come from? Like did you did you learn from your mom? Like my mom worked overnight. I never saw her work more than one job, mm. but I definitely saw that she was doing everything by herself. Like, mm. but I don't know that it impacted me in that way. I just, I, I feel like if I wasn't sitting, if I was sitting still, I wasn't doing shit. Mm. Um, and I knew that I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing or how to get there, but I knew that I couldn't sit still. <laughs> like I'm, mm. and I also knew that I did. I mean, I did need money, but the, I mean, the money I was making was not that great. If I had to work all those fucking jobs, um, but and I, I needed to pay my car note, which mm. was a lot. I needed to pay that insurance. Like that's the means of me doing any of this shit. So that was a big force for it. But 
I couldn't sit still. I'm like, this don't feel right. None of this feels right. Like, mm. until um, I can't be, how can I be comfortable if I'm not comfortable? Right. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I remember one time I seen this, like, this uh, triangle chart, and this was like, you can only choose two of this shit. So it's like money, mm-hmm. social life, mm. and like, sleep or some shit it's like mm. it's like something crazy but you can only choose two so if you t- if you take social life and money you won't have time for like sleep and shit like that if you yep. choose sleep and social life yep. you won't have time for shit else yep like how do you balance this shit though at that time there really was no social life for me um outside of work like i'm trying to think how much fun i really was having like i remember my brother he used to go out like every weekend and his boys would pull up and i'd be like in the house and remember brother only a year apart and his friends would be like you a grandma and i mm. felt like on one hand, I was lit as fuck in D.C., so... Right. I'm tired. You feel me? I did what I needed to do. Rest of my knees, nigga. You feel me? <laughs> but at the same time, I'm still young, and I still don't have the desire. I just felt like I'm not in a place to... What the fuck am I celebrating for? Yeah. Why am I going out for? This shit ain't fun with me. I got to figure some shit out. Fucking thing. Niggas be out celebrating nothing. Yeah, and it's like... Time. I 100%. And I understand that you should enjoy life. That's one thing that I'm learning to do now, because I still be stressed out. Mm. But at that point, I could not see past... <sighs> what time I got to be here? What time I got to be there? Da, 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 da. Like, that's all I could think about. So I remember being on the phone with my friend. I, I, w- I hadn't seen her for months, mm. months. And we, we would talk and I would leave the house on a Friday morning and be like, I'll see y'all on Sunday. Shit. Because I'm going to be working and napping in this car. Mm. And she, when she said it out loud, I was like, I didn't realize I said that shit. Mm. He was like, you just said you're going to see them on Sunday. I'm like, bitch, I got to do this, this, that. I didn't even realize it. Mm. So it was that real. At what point did you slow down, though? Like, did it start to get to you mentally, mentally, physically? Your health? Because yeah, yeah. At some point, if you yes. were just moving, you eating you're bad, your brain's fucking. Yes. Like, you need rest. You need absolutely something. And I, on top of that, I was in a toxic ass relationship that I was trying to put on my back too. Mm. It was a lot of shit. That's not the nigga you brought here, right? Huh? That's not the nigga you brought here, right? Nigga, listen, <laughs> the nigga that I brought here. No, I know him, but it's like I know it yeah. was that I was in a a lot of different situations. Okay, got you. <laughs> yes, him. Okay, yeah, I did. There was some battles there that only Jesus could fix. Okay? <laughs> right, my God, but yeah. um, that's all of but Jesus. I was really taking on so much shit that I had no business taking on. On top of figuring out my own life. So with um, what was I saying? You just distracted me. Think about that, Nick. My fault. Here. My fault. It's like damn. Like how do you how do you deal with everything? Oh yeah, yeah. like at some point you have to slow down, right? Yeah. So I was on go for several years. Like, I don't think I slowed. Because what happened was, it wasn't even me slowing down. It was like, you got to change up your approach, bitch. Mm. After, I think what triggered it was, because at one point I worked at Amazon as well. I was going from the station to Amazon. Um, But after I worked at both casinos, I said, bitch, what are you doing? My nigga, you was, hold up. <laughs> I worked at. So you was working at the radio station, Amazon, and you was working at two fucking, you, you, you was working at Mohegan and Foxwoods? That's four jobs, my nigga. Listen. So Amazon, <laughs> Amazon was at the same time, but okay. it was like, I'm trying to think. So the catering job that you saw me at, yeah. consistent since 2015. Mm-hmm. Like, they always was a go. Um, FedEx, the restaurants, the Elks, those are all at the same time. Mm. The Yeah, all at the same time. Um, so then there was then it was a time it was the radio station, Amazon, and catering. Mm. Then there was... The radio station, catering. Which one I started at first? Mohegan. Then I got fired from Mohegan because of my tragus piercing. 
which I took out, which that bitch still to this day, I you probably owe me some money. Wrongful lawsuit, wrongful right. firing. Anyway, I was like, well, fucking, I'm already up here. Let me see what Fox was talking about. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like I'm bartending for these for these um for these casinos. So right. Mohegan, I was working with their events department, mm. bar, banquet department, bartending. Foxwoods, I was like a floor bartender. So mm. whenever you see the service walking around, I was yeah. in the back making a drink. Okay, gotcha. They would gotcha. tip me out, whatever. Yeah. But because I was new, I was getting shitty tips. Yeah. I'm like, $30? Yeah. What am I going to do with this? $50? Yeah. The best night I had was New Year's Eve. And I worked, Um, I probably made like 500 But niggas was coming out with 2000 I'm like, what bar was you at? Yeah, like nigga. How long do I got to work here to get to the year him? Where's, where's mine? Where's mine? You feel where's me? me? So, I think I've, I feel like I came home. I No. I didn't make it home because it was a blizzard. It was a snowstorm. Mm. Ended up having to stay in a hotel up there. Not a not a casino hotel. One of the mothers. One of the mothers just around the fucking... Come on now. Yeah, around the resort. When I had to stay there and still drive home in the shitty, the shitty weather. He was like, oh no. I said, okay, but you got to smarten up because... Mm. It's one thing to hustle, but you gotta just hustle smarter. Like yeah, you're yeah. you're burning you're burning both ends of the whatever the thing the shit called. Yeah. Feel me? Do for what? You still broke. Mm. You adding up all these miles. On top of that, oh, we forgot Uber and Lyft. Gotta throw that in there. Oh yeah, you so was doing Uber at hour, one point too. I spent many an hour um sitting at that fucking Bradley Airport waiting to pick people up. I spent many an hour looking for these people houses in the dark, turning on my high beams, finding mm. deer and shit. <laughs> You feel me? God, I've bro. spent many hours shuffling people across. I I had a couple rides from the Hartford area, brought them all the way down to damn near the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm. I've had rides to Boston. There were there was weekends I would go to Boston to drive. Mm. I never been to Boston before, but I said, you know what? I heard they making money up there. Let me just see what this fucking this shit talking about. I'm turning on when I get up there. Damn, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. My nigga, your book is gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Your book is like, gonna be fucking amazing. Yo, just let me write the forward, yo. That's it. The fucking book is going to be amazing, my nigga. Yo, I swear to God, like I, I can't believe I forgot because that's how I ended up having to give that car up because it was upside down. Yeah, like I put a hundred thousand miles on that shit in like a year and a half. Damn, what year was it? Um, the the car or the yeah. year I put the the car. The, the car was in two thousand twelve, but I got it in twenty sixteen, mm. and I got I had to give it up in twenty eighteen because I couldn't Fuck, keep it up. Fuck, nigga. Yep. God damn. Yep. Still owe them. <laughs> still them niggas they still not gonna do I'm trying to make a deal yeah, right <laughs> um, I had to do what I had to do <laughs> right so now we left off at street team right yes. so so you're doing the street team yes. thing what happens after that so I worked the street team from October to I want to say January of 2016 hmm. yes and I was at what the fuck okay so I had been to street team events with the station mm. but nothing came of it it was just like okay this is cool Nice to meet these guys, whatever. Right. And one day I'm leaving the station and I see the program director, Buck, DJ Buck. Mm-hmm. And Got the Buck. Right? Word. Big boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just telling him how I saw his daughter in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, your daughter, cause cause oh, I also where's remember the um CT Music and Fashion Awards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working with them. Mm-hmm. Stage them. managing the shit. Yeah. Right. So and I love I did that for a couple of years, few years. Mm. Um, so her his granddaughter was in it. Mm. So I'm like, I remember I feel like I seen them at an event, like at a street team event, a coat drive, I think. So I met them. So then I see them at the shit. I'm like, who's your daughter? I'm like, what you doing down here? Like they live in Bloomfield, you all the way in Bridgeport. So I'm just talking to him, like I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you the full story. So okay. boom. I'm driving home in an ice storm. 
I got this 2007 Acura. It's 2016. Oh, you do the math. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. All right. Keep it was going. cute. Keep Whatever. Going. So I'm driving home yeah. on Route 8, because that's how I get home from Farmington. And um, because I was leaving an event. And I get into an accident. Mm. So I just, I don't have any control over the car. Like I was trying to switch to the slow lane because I just was not comfortable with the weather and ended up spinning out. Mm. So I ended up hitting the guardrail. Like, I mean, obviously, I think I pulled the emergency brake. I forget what I did, but ended up like tapping the car next to me and fucking overcutting it and hitting a guardrail. Mm. Or did I stop? I stopped before the guardrail. I stopped before the guardrail. Either way. So my, my mirror is fucked up. Um, there's a dent and there's like my like light is fucked up. I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as it could be, whatever the case. So whatever. Now I gotta get home. Fine. The next day, the next morning, I get a phone call and he's like, Yo, this is DJ Buck. It was nice talking to you yesterday. Have you ever thought about being on the radio? Mm. The next day after I crashed my shit. Yeah. I'm like, good morning. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that was never my intention when I came up here but mm. mind you I told you I interviewed I, when I interviewed with him that was probably 2012 mm. probably 2012 or 11 mm. when I was doing the back and forth interview and shit right. so here we are probably I want to say four years later do you interested me on the radio? You yeah. have no recollection. Like, motherfucker. And I still, to this day, haven't even told him, like, nigga, you interviewed me before. <laughs> so you know this, right? I, I never told him that. Mm. So, yeah, so he's like, you ever thought about being on the radio? I'm like, hell yeah, I thought about being on the radio. Like, what's up? So he was like, well, I'm going to put you with Kid Fresh at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could be his, like, producer, like, digital producer, putting stories on the internet. So that's all it was. So mm. so now, still at the um restaurant in Norwalk, still at the Elks, still at FedEx. Mm. I'm leaving the restaurant in Norwalk. Driving to Farmington. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you know how long that is? That's a fucking trip. Okay. Multiple now, nights. Did he know about your communication degree or no? At that point? At that time, nah. Because he didn't hire me. I was hired through the company. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mean, he didn't know anything about me. Got you. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So he calls me, asked me if I want to be on the radio, whatever the case. So I'm so that's what I'm saying. I was working with Kid Fresh, mm-hmm. and it was all just digital stuff. So I'm there at night, 6 to 10, putting stuff on the internet. Um, I'll feed him some stuff like here, like this yeah. is some news stories. He would read it, and he would actually laugh at the shit that I was I wrote on the paper. I don't even remember what I wrote, but right. I remember him laughing at it, like, "What is so funny?" Like, whatever. Mm. So the only thing that he really taught me though was to push this red button if the ever if the program ever went out of sync. Because mm. I guess he stepped out, and I'm like, "All right, oh shit, there's no music playing. Let me go push the button." Yeah, that was it. Right before the DJ came. So um, that was it. So I called Buck one day like, hey, or text him like, hey, I just wanted to touch base because because I'm there at night. Like, there's only night people there. Right. Nobody, the lights ain't on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, nobody yeah. even cares that you're even there. Right. So I felt out of sight, out of mind. Like, if I'm doing this, if I'm driving all the way up this motherfucker daily, which is why I feel like I, that's what I'm going to say. I got into that accident. I get the call from him. And then I get the call that my car is totaled. So I had to get a new car. Mm. And that's when I bought that Chevy. Mm. The the one that I had to give up. Yeah. So I needed something that was gonna be more reliable to get me all up and down the state all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't I wasn't going up there that often. This um, there was like three, four, five days a week. I need something reliable. So I just feel like that was divine. Like you need a new car. This is why you got into this accident because you were gonna be up here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I hit him up like, can we meet? I go up there on a Friday. Mind you, my friends, my friend's grandmother died. I had a funeral, but I was so scared to miss 
the yeah, meeting with him. Yeah. So I'm like, I let him know. Uh, I, well, actually, I told I told my promotions director I couldn't make it up there because of a funeral. But I was still going to go meet with Buck and just not do the event and go back to the funeral. Right. He said, yo, I heard you got a funeral. Please don't come. We can talk Monday. I'm like, all right, as long as, the, as, long as we good. Mm. So I go up there. He's like, I'm going to put you with big man. Like, because I'm like, mm. I just feel like I'm not learning anything. And it's cool. He's dope as hell. But I just want to use me. Like, yeah, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, I'm gonna put you with Big Man. So at this point, this is May of 2016. So I'm in, I'm in with Big Man. He got all this energy. Da, 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 da. Rex all excited. I'm like, all right, that's mm. what's up. Still digital producing though. Right. Like, put it on the internet, give him a little thing. Here it is. Yeah. So then one day, like I feel like it was my first Friday in there. Cause Big Man was talking mad shit. Like, yo, I'm trying to get you on the mic. He don't know anything about me either, though. He never yeah. met me. Like, he don't know my energy, nothing. Like, mm. he's just like, yeah, we're gonna get you talking. Like, you're gonna be up here, you gotta do something. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. So that first Friday that I was with Big Man, Buck comes in and he goes, um, you think you're ready to talk? And I'm like, yeah, like, what's up? Mm. So then he goes, and again, they don't, they don't know me. Like, mm. they just know, like, she's, you know, I'm nice enough. I'm cool enough. But mm. so while, so when they do the, mid, the midday show, the midday workout, tell the people what you posted on the internet. Right. All right, cool. All right, so we have Britney here. <laughs> I think I started the recording. We have Britney here. And she's uh going to tell y'all, you know, what she's posting on the internet. Posting on the website, 937.com. Mm. So I'm like, hey, world. Brittany <laughs> <laughs> J with your tea for the day, right? <laughs> and I start telling them about, uh, I think at the time, it was about Diddy going on uh the bad, what was it? The bad boy reunion bad tour. Bad boy reunion, yeah. So B5 called an attitude because they wasn't invited. Fuck, nigga. What? B5? No, B5? No. Yeah, B5. Yeah, B5. I'm like, what the fuck? B5 like, was tight that they wasn't invited on the tour. And they had two songs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I start going in on them, like, talking about the way they look. They all looked related. I, I don't even remember if they are related. I was just talking wild shit about them. Like, mm. y'all sound crazy. Like, because if y'all going to bring, I was like, if y'all going to have B5 up there, y'all better call Danny King. Y'all better call D-A-B-A-N-G, Dylon and all of them. Like, <laughs> Dylon five times, whatever. I remember saying all that shit. So, and I, it was completely just like, I didn't write anything. I was just going. Being you. Going. Yeah. So the mic goes off. Mm. <laughs> Sober. Okay. That, how how how'd it go? How'd it do? How'd I do? <laughs> this nigga goes, yo, you're crazy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, where did that come from? This was big man. Like, mm. yo, yo, yo. I didn't even know. Buck was out at lunch that so he was listening to. He came in. He like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? And then he was with this dude, Jason. He was a promotion director at the time. Jason gave me the thumbs up and shit. So I was like, all right, we active. He was like, you could do that, you know, every day. Mm. And that's where, that's when I started talking. That's that's where the Britney J with the T came That's from? where it came. Mm. Okay, so, yep. so you started doing that, and you're doing that for how long? Talking on the radio? Talking on the radio. Like, from you mean from, like, then to now, basically? Well, yeah, let's say that. So I've been talking. So I was there every day from 2016 to the end of 2019 when shit got crazy. When shit got crazy. Yeah. And what do you mean by crazy? I mean by crazy by like I had, there were decisions that had to be made. Mm -hmm. So um, because during that time of me talking on the radio, like I the first like probably year, I didn't even really announce anything. I was kind of like, I, if, if you followed me, if you saw me, you saw that I worked there, but I didn't start going live and shit till like probably 2018. I'm like, if I'm here, I got to tap fully in and see whatever the case. Mm. So, I, but I was still working on other jobs. So it kind of was just like a repetitive, like, well, which job going to help me out? My main goal was trying to find a job that was going to help me sustain while I chased whatever this dream is. Right. 
I mean, even on the radio. Because what a lot of people don't understand is that even though I was talking on the radio, I was still on the street team up until. Up until. Forever. Mm. Okay. I never was taking off the street team. And there were times when I would do events as a street team member and they would be like, yo, you Britney J? And I'm mm. like, they think it's a hosting. And the whole time I'm setting up the tent. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I was in all I just say, I was still getting paid minimum wage. I mm. can't, I don't know, no grown-ass person who could live off minimum wage. Yeah, that's not really a... Uh, feel me? Ideal. Yeah. And I'm putting in time. I'm putting in effort. I'm taking so many L's. I'm spending so much money. I'm like, if I didn't work here, I wouldn't even need this car. I'd take a bus and a train some damn where. This is crazy. Right. There was a time I didn't even have a car. I dropped my mother's car. One of my coworkers actually let me use a car that he bought for his daughter for a couple months because she didn't need it yet. Mm. Like she couldn't use it. I'm using that. I'm staying at... um. There, his like one of his apartment, like an apartment that he wasn't staying in anymore, like mm. just so I could be close to the casino, close third to the casino, like yeah, because I'm doing this triangle or whatever. So yeah, anyway, I was on the radio for twenty nine till twenty nineteen every single day. But when I say shit got crazy, it was just like so much shit was hitting the fan where I really was seeing like what I personally felt like I wasn't really fucked with, mm. and I mean. I don't know if you remember I did the the brunch event. Yeah. So that brunch event came because I was talking to a coworker and he's like, you should do something with the tea, like have a tea, mm. right? With 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 the fans. So I came up with the brunch and shade. Let's do a brunch. Mm. I'll talk my shit on the mic. Like I never seen it done before, but it looked like it, to me it kind of gave a live podcast vibe with yeah. some food. Mm. But it's the chick from the radio who's only talking about her segment that she does. Like that's how I came up with the shit. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, bet. I go to somebody who I think is dope. Like, doesn't work at the station, but she's kind of looped in. Mm. Go to this person. I'm like, hey, um, can you, do you think you could help me pull, pull this off? Mm. And, you know, they're like, oh, so, like, what exactly would you want me to do? Da, 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 da. I explain what it is I was trying to do. Boom. I didn't really hear back. I'm like, all right, maybe she's busy. I get back to work the next day. You doing one of them? I hear, we came up with this great idea to do our segments in front of a live audience. But, you know, mm. we should do the full-timers first. Mm. The full-timers and then, you know, the part And then, you know. Who idea? Who idea? Because <laughs> I remember speaking to somebody, again, who did not work at the station. Right. About this. And less than 24 hours later, it's all in my face. Mm. I'm confused. So not only it was it was it was a so it was little things like that that was like it kept happening like not even just ideas but just like me feeling like nigga what mm. I have done nothing but look up to you hoes like what is going on in here mm-hmm. so I just started feeling crazy but again I'm still and you would never know because even with all shit I was going through I was talking to one of my friends and he was like nigga you would be cracking me up talking about you about to sleep in the car but like how are you still have energy in you to still have joy and i'm like i don't know nigga this fucking coping mechanism i don't know (laughs) so with them i'm like this place i love to be here but i and it wasn't even everybody it was like a small section right that i'm like this is not okay like so on and and i'm broke i'm like deflated broke like there's nothing left for me to everything upside down you know what i mean Mm. so i was just like okay bitch what are you gonna do so i'll rewind this a little bit i'm sorry if i'm rambling but bits and pieces keep coming to me so 
while I told you I was trying to find a job that was sustainable mm. so I could still do the radio. Right. At one point, I got WIOA. You know WIOA? No. The workforce. Um, People that help people, like they pay for people's school. Like, what is it? J- the Job Force. Job Corps? Jo- no, not Job Corps. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, the office that's downtown, like Lafayette, like... Oh, yeah, 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 them. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that. yeah. So I go there because I'm like, I need to get into some, some type of class so I can mm. make money. I decide um, sterile processing. Fuck it. I like scrubs. I feel like people right. scrubs look cute. Right. You know, I've always, you know, hospital jobs look cute to me. Even mm. though it's not a dream, it's, it'll be dope to say I could do it. So I get them to pay for me to do um, sterile, sterile processing technician class at Tungsis, um College, Tungsis Community up there. So I was doing that on Thursdays, Thursday nights. Mm. Um, Did that, passed the class. Never took the test. From there, I was like, well, because they were just like, it was something about, I just I knew it wasn't for me, but I was going to try it anyway. Mm. So during that time, I, for whatever reason, something told me, I think it was like a mentor up there, this lady that worked at a different station. She was like, oh, why don't you, why don't you see if you could sit in at classes at the School of Broadcasting? Because I'm like, I want to do entertainment. I know this for a fact. So like, how can I get into TV somehow? Because mm. maybe I can combine these shits. I don't know. Right. So she told me, she was like, what about the School of Broadcasting? Like, see if you could sit in some classes. I'm like, that ain't going to work. I need to take the class. Right, right, so, right. So like, nah. So I go there. And I, I tell them what was going on. Well, tell them I, I was interested. I sit down. They tell me how much. I said, oh, okay, thank you so much. <laughs> that was amazing. Right. Um. And then so they followed up with me. I never said anything back. They were like, uh, is it the price? I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's the price. The fuck? Like, I'm money, nigga. What? <laughs> You're talking about thousands of dollars for a four-month yeah. program. Yeah. Like, no, I can't do it. I got to figure something else out. So they were willing to work with me, mm. and um, after they, because they knew who I was, they knew I was, they was working at the station. They were like, "All right, look, like they told me to send a scholarship, uh, uh essay for a scholarship. I sent the essay for the scholarship. They were trying to give me maybe half. I'm like, that still ain't it. So, mm. but thank you so much. Right. Then at some point, they got in touch with the salespeople, mm. and they put together a package where I would read commercials in exchange for my education. Mm. So I went there, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> so. I go to that school for four months, like two nights a week. So I'm learning how to fuck with cameras, even though that's not my strong suit, but learn how to fuck mm. with cameras, learn how to fuck with the the audio recording. They, they learn radio. Obviously, they aced me with radio. I'm like, you're just a fan, bro. But yeah, they were yeah. cool as fuck. <laughs> they were cool as fuck, but he was just, I, they were just mad excited. He was like, yo, this girl is so good. I'm like, I mm. don't know. Okay. Um, And then the TV part, that was the part I wanted to do. So while mm. I'm there, um, I, I'm like, I forgot. Oh, there was a girl that actually already worked at Fox 61 mm. that went or was involved in a school somehow. So she wanted to work in radio mm. at like the the light rock station. Mm. So she was in touch with the same person that told me to go to CSB because I think the lady taught at CSB. That's what it was. Yeah. Joan. She taught at CSB. So she's like, well, she wants to work at the radio station. So I'm going to bring her here. But I want her to set you up with a tour at Fox 61. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bet. Get to the tour. So you guys hiring at all? Mm. Oh, we will be soon. Submit the application. I submit the application. Mm. Um, so by June, I was still in the program. By June, they told me I got the job. I started like July first of twenty eighteen. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I announced mm. it. So that's when. Yeah. That's when. That is when shit started to change because it was like, all right, bitch, you kind of tapping them a little bit. Finally, like, yeah, yeah. So, um, still was working three jobs. Don't get it fucked up because what's the most job you had at one point? I'm sorry. You said what? So how many jobs have you had at one time? Five. 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 And then the least, um, and at during that time was probably three because catering was always like you. I gotta ha- had to have them in my pocket. That's fucking yep. wild. But um, radio. So so at that so when I got Fox, 
I, it worked out so that I can do radio 10A to 2 and then go to Fox from 3 to whenever mm-hmm. or from like 5 to whenever. But I would still go to Fox and just wait until my shift started. Right. Um. So I was a part-timer there. So it wasn't every day, but it was most days. And then on Saturday mornings, I was still working at the radio station. And then I would still work at catering at Saturday night. And then I would have to be... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. And then I would have to be back at the back at Fox at 5 in the morning on Sundays. Mm. So seven days a week, nonstop, still... But it just felt like I was gaining some type of Momentum, like yeah. you feel me like something's clicking a little bit. So then I worked I worked there for a year and a half. So this is when everything started to change. So things I was going through things at the station. I'm still broke as fuck. Mm. Hoopties, I'm pulled over one o'clock in the morning leaving work. Hoopty breakdown in the merit. Like still going mm. through the, the fucking wor- worst. Um. So what happens is in 2019. Um, it's the same week one of my best friends growing up, she passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, my friend, my best friend, she already had worked in TV. And she was always telling me, like, bitch, I know you love the radio so much, but you're not going to go nowhere because you're not exposed to nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the only people and you know how they give it up. Mm. Okay? So, but I'm still, like, scared. Like, I don't want to leave my position there. Like, I, I feel like maybe I won't be relevant. Like, I don't know what I was so scared to let go of, but mm. I was terrified of letting it go. Like, whatever I did outside of that had to go around it. But it was getting to the point where I could not go- keep going around it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, she had applied for this job that was, like, three weeks long. And she didn't want it because it was three weeks long. Okay. So, I'm like, well, bitch, what, the job, what does the job entail? Mm. She goes... Oh, it's like, um, she said, she said, it's with page six. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, page six, like, what does the job entail? Like, it was for associate producer and it was, they wanted somebody with control room experience, which I had and she actually didn't. Mm-hmm. And um, control room experience and like, obviously up on pop culture, which obviously was the T. Yeah, right. So I put that shit together in my email. Mm-hmm. I said, give me his email. Mm. She did not reach out to him for me. She didn't say like they. She had gotten a job. She didn't. She didn't know she was gonna take it. Right. But she was like turned off by it because it was so short enough yeah, for me. Yeah. I'm like that's perfect because I need to get yeah, back to the radio. I take that. Yeah. Feel me? Let me get that. So give me his email, bitch. I email him blind. Mm. Hey, heard you looking. <laughs> heard you looking. <laughs> heard you looking, Matt. Here's uh, my resume. <laughs> here's my resume. He emailed me back like I think you're a great fit. Can you come in? Yes. yes, nigga. Told the radio, yeah, I can't make it in today. I didn't yeah. tell them it was for an interview. I was like, I can't make can't it. Some make shit it came today, up. Yeah. I probably said the car. I don't remember what I said, but I couldn't come in. Mm. Um, And they couldn't tell me nothing because I'm like, I'm not on contract. You give me minimum wage. I got some shit to do. Yeah. Okay. I even tried working in group homes. Mm. Trained for that too. Forgot that. <sighs> Little tidbit. This nigga. <laughs> anyway, I, everywhere. So anyway, um, so that's what happened. So I go there. I'm, before I even get out, he was like, I'm just waiting for you to answer one of these questions wrong so I have a reason not to give you the job. Mm. And that's actually a step above the entry level. Entry level for, for a TV is production assistant. I was an AP. So page six was ending. Mm. And that's why they were pressed. And that's why they let me in without any actual TV credits. Right. Fox didn't count as a TV credit. That just counted as it a doesn't. job. Weirdly, it doesn't, when, when it comes to credits, mm. that don't count. Like, is, is that all new stations or just like? Well, no, not even those stations. When I say count as a credit, I mean like, um, like your name might would appear in the oh, credits. Okay. Do you know what you, I mean? You, like you, literally you. a credit. Got you, got so you. it's TV experience, yes, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you're not accredited anything. Because I had interviewed for a writer job, which is crazy for State of the Culture. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was for State of the Culture. They just said hip hop show. Oh looking yeah, for writer. Oh yeah, they do that sometimes. Feel me? And I'm like, all right, word. Submitted it. Found out it was State of the Culture, and I didn't get it because I didn't have no credits. Um, so I'm like, that's how that shit works. That's fucked up. So that was after page six. I, wait, was that after page six? 
it was before Paychex. I was still in the, I was right in Fox. So mm. I was, I, it was before Paychex. So anyway, I got Paychex. I did that for three weeks and I came back to the radio, but that's when everything started to change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, that was a long ass answer. Sorry. <laughs> now you, How you did good. we even get there? Now you good, you good. This is this is like informative and fucking fascinating and like all types of shit. Now, um, back to when you when you wanted to do like the live broadcasting of like uh your segment, or whatever, right? Oh, the um, event. Yeah, the event, mm-hmm. and then the idea got taken, and then it got yes. shopped to somebody else. Yes. Was that your first, I guess, experience with like the dark side of the industry? No. No. Nope. It was just probably the most hurtful. Mm. Because I was just tired. I was just like, I think because I had already known that there was some type of weirdness there, mm. but I finally could confirm what you, I you knew. You could fucking pinpoint it. You feel me? I was mm. like, there it is. Like I, So I'm not tripping. Mm. Like, there is a force against me out here. Like, heard you. Right. Because there was some other shit, internal shit that I can't really talk about, but yeah. some internal shit where I feel like this same person was questioning me. Like, she... They were talking to me and in a way, like trying to get information. Yeah. And I come to work on Monday because it was a Saturday. I come to work on Monday and I find out that this big thing happens. And I'm like, mm. the whole so when you were talking to me that day, you were just trying to see if anything that I said was going to match up to what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, okay. But that was like a strike. Like, mm. uh. but outside of that, it was just like, I know I can't really fuck with you, but I don't really know why, but it's yeah. something awful over there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the energy is fake as it's fuck. It's fucked up over there. Yeah. Feel me? So then when that thing happened, it was everything was confirmed. Like, I shed tears that day because I was so frustrated. Like, I don't bother nobody. When did you know that your time was coming to an end at that station? Well, I didn't know that it was coming to an end, honestly, because I was still trying to make that shit work. Mm. So, remember I worked at MTV? Yeah. So... I went back to the radio and I'm like, I'm gonna figure the fuck out. Like I was gonna try to get back in Amazon. Mm. I interviewed, um, re- like took my drug test and everything, about to start. Mm. And um I I was I still applied to something else. Like I wasn't applying to everything. I was very picky about the type of TV I applied to because I'm like, mm. if it's if I'm leaving this space, mm-hmm. it has to be for be, some some lit ha- shit. It has to be bigger. Feel me? I'm not trying to do true crime. Yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. trying to do HGTV. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it yeah. gotta be some shit. Yeah. So I look at this job description. And it goes, um, it talks about, I, I believe it talked about music, current events. It mentioned control room experience. It mentioned all the shit that I know I know how to do now. Because especially because I worked at page six now. Mm. I know I know how to do this shit. Now you got a credit. Feel me? Yeah. Got a credit out here. Mm. I email. And the music, I feel like the music really helped me tie it together. Because I'm like radio, put it, put it all together. Yeah, right. So I emailed. When I say like two minutes after I email, I get an email saying this um job is closed. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I don't even think I made the cut. A few hours later, hey, we'd love to meet with you. Check that fucking signature. That shit said MTVTRL. Mm. How many backflips you do? <laughs> I don't even know how to like I think I was just like just stunned. Like, cause Paces was a big deal, but MTV TRL, like, nigga, we grew up nigga, watching we grew this up shit. Up like, why are you telling Car- me? Carson Daly, Backstreet Boys, Come Usher, on. Ludacris, all it that was shit. The epicness. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And again, I'm a, I'm applying to this blind. I have no idea what I'm applying for. Mm. So when I find that out, I'm like, well, I guess I gotta take another day off of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going to the city. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, out. Now you took the train or you took the, the, the hoopty? 
No, I, I, drew, I took the train. You drew? Oh, I took the train. Okay, Absolutely. Good, good, good. Just fucking give me my. I, I keep a metro card on deck. All right, right cool. All we gotta right. go. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's what happened. So I so I had to go talk to uh, the boss again. Like, hey, mm. hey, they calling me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, mm. I was humble about it. I'm like, yo, I can't even imagine. Like, I don't. I know that this. You know, you, you're probably not excited about it because it's crazy. But it's MTV. And he even said it's MTV. Like, you'd be crazy not to take it. Right. I'm like, there is an end date. The end date is like November 28th. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready to come back to work. He said something about me possibly working on the weekends, which I was not opposed to, like filling in or whatever for the people who had shifts, whatever. Mm. Not opposed to that. But I during that time I did not, I did not um cover any shifts. Mm. And I didn't know if to me, I wouldn't reach out to them. I'm thinking the person who does the schedule will be like, hey, can you cover this? Mm. Right? I'm not gonna be like, hey, anybody off work tomorrow? Like, no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. But I feel like it was translated a different way, which was kind of fucked up. So anyway, um, 28th comes. I'm ready to go back to work on Monday. I don't mm. need no days off for what? Right. Um, and um, we got to have a talk. Mm. All right. Always hate those. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Stomach and knots. Um, what's up? Yeah, so, like, basically, I don't remember everything verbatim because I was really upset. But it was basically like... I don't really understand what you're trying to do. Mm. Um, and you can't come and go. The energy of the show changes. So I was frustrated because I have watched DJs go on tour mm. and come back. Yeah. yeah. Me? I have mm. watched this. I have watched DJs that have been there m- multiple days a week. Not just weekend DJs. Go on tour mm-hmm. and still have their job when they come back. Mm. So in my mind, I'm thinking it's, I just I took a little tour and I came fucking back. Mm. And I'm coming back with experience. I'm coming back with, I'm to me, I'm coming back with names under my belt. Like, what's up? Like, yes, I'm still here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with that? Mm. What is so wrong with me trying to step out and make sure that, what am I sacrificing my whole livelihood for? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Is there another way? And if there isn't, I came back and I learned that there wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even plan on leaving again i'm like where the fuck i'm gonna find another music tv job where the, where's another page six at yeah, right, i don't right. think there's anywhere else for me to go i really don't and i, I oh there's the other thing so when i was at page six i had interviewed for um a, a full-time position up there and i was trying to volunteer for it mm. and i found out people were upset that i was trying to volunteer for it without permission without permission oh listen and then oh. i find out that people are talking to higher ups about getting somebody else a job the job uh-huh. that they weren't I don't, I don't even I don't know if they were interested in it but I just knew that I was and I just saw things happening that were blatantly like nah like mm-mm, mm. like this is what we want and it's no shade to anybody who got it because they absolutely deserved it like I can't even there's nothing wrong with it I was just trying to find my way mm-hmm. you feel me like I know that that wasn't I know that that's not my calling mm. but I'm that I felt like that building was my calling. So I needed right. to whatever I needed to do to stay there was what I was willing to do. Mm. So when they so that was the other thing. So they're like, when I didn't get that, it was, oh, you know, we will, you know, we want to help you figure things out. I'm, I've been here for four years. Yeah. The time has come yeah. for you to help me get in a position because I am tired. Right. And nothing is changing. Everything is the same. So the MTV thing. So that's when I'm like. When I when I wanted the that job, you oh, we would love to help you find something, da 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 da. And nothing. What? I mm. got it. what 
you told me right then and there, it's me for me. Yeah. I got to figure this shit out my, I on my own. I did all the shit on my own already. Y'all niggas already, with nothing. You feel me? <laughs> so at least let me know if there's a likelihood that I could. Because mm-hmm. you just going to keep me here and let me just melt away. Yeah. Will to well because I can't, I can't function like this. Mm. So, but like I said, I still try to come back. And like I saved a little money from the job that I had. Like, all right, we keep pushing and see what I can figure out. Went to the holiday party, anything cool, but it was a little awkward. Um, I tried to get another build job in that building. I met with the people, they fucked with me. Nothing. Mm. Like, okay, okay. So now I'm on kind of just on standstill. I don't really know how to move because I'm like, do I keep hitting you up? Yeah. I'm like, I'm I think I'm waiting for you to say something to me because mm. I I keep reaching out. You need a minute. Oh, this weekend was kind of hectic for you. So, okay, I'm going to give you some more time. Mm. I just need you to tell me what's up. So, I just send a message. We don't got to meet in person. What's up? Right. Oh, like, I, you know, I don't want you to leave, but I can't have you back on every day. Like I said, the energy changes when you're there versus when you're not there. Mm. It can't do that. It's not cool. And that's, listen, I can't help who I am. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But I, if that's, you want to keep things status quo like you don't want you want it to be consistent i can ap- appreciate that too but understand why it was inconsistent that's my problem right. you're not understanding why i did what i did mm-hmm. you don't it, it don't matter to you like you're able to do everything you got to do so you feel me so anyway um that's what happened so eventually he told me not the everyday thing but i'll keep you on weekends so i never made no formal departure from the midday i never made mm-hmm. a formal departure from the station because technically i was still there and i did do some weekends um, like we all thought I was gonna come back because even I heard like he was thinking, they were putting thinking about putting somebody in my position temporarily and it was shut down. Like, why would you do that? She gonna play herself if, if you put that person in that position. Mm. So nobody was nobody took over. Mm. Still, right? Um, so what was I saying? Um, it's over. Oh, so I I did some weekends mm. and then COVID. Yeah, I'm still on street team this whole time. Mm. They eliminate the whole promotions department. There I go. Yep. Yep. So during that time, though, when I was trying to figure out, once I realized I wasn't going to be on the radio every day, uh-huh. I started tapping back in. So I hit up, like, I only had two TV gigs at the time. Um, So I just tapped back into one of the bosses that I actually liked. I reached out to all my bosses, but one of them, she kept up, like, hey, girl, da 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 Nice older white woman, like, amazing white woman. She was like, um... She just put me in touch with somebody from page six, too. Mm. Like, that also worked there. Like, they look off of their own. So she put me in touch. She's like, I'm going to see if I can get you um, at Pyramid, $100,000 Pyramid with Michael Strahan. Mm. See if you can get me there. And I brought me in for that interview. But I got on that train. I got mm. the phone call. You got the job. Yep. Only five weeks long, but I got the you fucking got, got job. The job. Got a credit, nigga. Feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. Now, let's see where I want to go with this. Two questions, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Hot 937 used you? I think they do what companies do. Mm. I think they do what companies do. They didn't... I don't think they used me like, yeah, we're going to get this bitch. I don't think it was like that. I think well, it was... What I, what I mean <laughs> well, what I mean by that, right, is like... And, like, Buck's been here. Like, I've talked to people from Hot 937, mm-hmm. you know. And I, matter of fact, I got somebody coming tomorrow from Hot 937. But it's like... Who was it, Raj? Nah, it's um, G-Money. Oh, okay, dope. Yeah. So I don't I don't mean no disrespect to Hot 937, yeah, but it was like every time I listen to that station, yes. it sounds very old. Yes. It sounds very dated. Same niggas that been there from the beginning. 
you come in there, yes. new energy, vibrant, fire, yes. just explosive, right? Yes. You need that young energy. Yes. It livens up the show. Yeah. Do you feel like they used that to the advantage and when it didn't behoove them anymore? They was like, you know what? She, we ain't getting the same ratings when she ain't here. Shit ain't really popping when she ain't here. They wanted to control you with giving you like the minimum. It seemed like. It was like, yo, we, we going to promise you all this. You got this, that, and the third. But yeah. it was like, we need you here. We promise we're going to help you, but we need you here to help us do X, Y, Z. So when I did try to go back, oh, the ratings didn't change. When the book came out, mm. when the book came out, the book ain't even come out yet. How you know the ratings didn't change? Mm. Okay. Um, granted, I was only on for an hour of the show. Right. But it was still felt. So leave that alone. I, that part I can't say. Right. But um, there were never any promises made. But when I, in the sense of they knew I was lit and I, they knew I brought something, mm. if you want to say that, then absolutely, like, yes. And it was always, and companies do this, where you lucky to be here. People will love to be in your position. Right, that's the... They'll do that, they'll mm, do that to death. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel you, but can I not want better for myself? For like, me, like, why am I just... Me, this status, this status is not helping me pay my bills. You seem to it's hit not, your ceiling. You feel I had definitely hit my ceiling. I wasn't reaching new people. I wasn't even barely able to network. Like you see the picture of celebrities, but <laughs> they yeah. already had their friendship. Yeah, right. You feel me? So it's kind of like, you know. What am okay. I what am I getting out of this besides a picture? You feel me? Right. And not to be like, I have to get everything out of it, but I'm literally brick wall. Brick wall, mm. brick wall, nothing changing, like nothing changing. Mm. So, yeah, they I, they do it. You they do what you do. Like you, they're able to get, they're able to get the best out of you without giving you the most, right? Because you're grateful and humble to be there. They That's def- what they're gonna do. They definitely will. You know. Um. Do you miss the radio? I miss the shit out the radio. Mm. I miss it all the time, all mm. the time, and not necessarily. The station itself, like I miss working up there, but it was just what it was for me. Like mm. me being me actually finding something where I can wholly be myself. Like I on my shittiest days, I felt better after letting some shit off on the air mm. that had nothing to do with me. But mm. the thrill of making somebody laugh, knowing I'm about to say some stupid shit or not knowing I'm about to say some stupid shit, like that really helped me even through my own dark times. Mm. Like, cause I already had dark times professionally. Right. My yeah. personal shit. I'm coming up there crying my eyes out. This nigga cheated on me. Mm. Ugh, I'm tears before the mic turn on. Mm-hmm. And I feel a little better until the mic goes back off and I gotta go then home. Then I gotta go home. Real life. Right. So I missed the shit out of it. Now, um, hmm. okay, so let's see. So COVID happens, right? So how did a person that has to be in the entertainment industry deal with COVID and you're already going through all these trials and tribulations being, you know, financial, stress at work, you know, all this, this, that, and the third, trying to figure out where your next meal coming from, that type of shit. So how does COVID weigh on you? So when COVID hit, I had started at Pyramid Mm -hmm. and I think I worked two weeks. The third week we worked from home. The next week, like that week, they said it's over. We'll pay you for another week, but it's all of it's postponed. Right. So we all sitting at home. I'm a personality. I'm also a producer now, mm. apparently. And <laughs> apparently, <laughs> look at this modest shit. <laughs> like, so for me, I'm like, now what? And because I never said anything about 
what was going on with the radio station. Mm. People might have still thought I was still there. Some people thought I just left. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like I had to do something. It was overwhelming as fuck to me because every time I opened my phone, every fucking circle was live. Every fucking circle Everybody. was live. Everybody's a personality now. Everybody want to interview. Everybody mm. got a show. Mm. I'm like, what? Where the fuck did y'all come from, yo? <laughs> where does y'all come from? And also, how the fuck do I even, where do I fit in in all yeah. of this? There's no separation now. At all. We're all at the same level. And I'm relying on this brand behind my name to validate me. Mm-hmm. And I realized that a few months later, because I had a fucking mental breakdown one day, like, I was... I was comfortable up there. And even though I was broken, shit like that, I'm like, I'm still here. Mm. You feel me? So going from there to my fucking bedroom, looking at my phone, fucked me up. Mm. I felt like I looked crazy. Mm. Like I felt like, damn. This was coming just to. on the radio. Now she in a room on her pajamas reading. <laughs> Now she's doing interviews online like the rest of these niggas. Mm-hmm. And who knows if people were thinking it, but that's how the fuck I felt. Right. Because that's what I'm fucking thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I know I'm not the only person that think that shit. So it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So it was embarrassing. And it was also stressful creatively because I'm like, now I'm trying to force whatever to happen, happen. I don't feel like, like it's a chore at this point because I'm like, I have to do something. I have to do something. What am I going to do? I'm yeah. talking in circles. I'm talking to my friend. I'm boring you niggas to death with why, like what my ideas are, why I'm not doing them. I'm allegedly meeting with people to see if I can figure something out. I don't know. Like I felt like, even though I didn't feel like I was scrambling, like I wasn't rushing, but I was scrambling because I did not know what to do. Mm. I was doing, started the dinner view shit. I stopped yeah. it because I got busy. Mm-hmm. COVID happened. Perfect time to bring the interviews back. I do too. I stop again. Right. I don't know why. They were amazing interviews. I knew mm. the people and they fed me. Those interviews helped me out. Mm. So I took that for what it was. Like, thank you for letting me have this conversation with these two specific people. It was Was I on Key? Was it, yeah. Avery Wilson. Avery Wilson. Yeah. And we kikied and joked and all that shit, but there were moments where I was like, wow. And I saved both them shits because I'm like, nah, I might need to tap back into the things that we were talking about mm. because, especially Wazis, because I was like, what the fuck? So stopped again. And that was embarrassing, too, because of who I teamed up with beforehand. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to start it back up again. They're like, all right, cool. And then I started it back up, and then it was over again. And you know what it's like being a creative. It's a lot. Yes. You know what I mean? I deal with this all the time with the show. It's a Right. It's a journey. I done lost co-hosts. You feel me? I done lost sponsors. You feel me? I done added another co-host, lost her. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I'm dolo, and I'm confused, and I I don't know. I don't like. I'm not good at social media shit. I don't know how y'all are doing this shit. It don't exactly. this don't it don't feel natural to me. I don't know. Mm. So I stopped that. Then I'm like, all right, well, let me. People still want me to go live, so I tried to do the tea. I was like, this shit is whack. I felt ner- like I felt nervous. I don't think I f- could feel really comfortable creating in that yeah. space. Like I in my mother's house, I don't feel like I was really comfortable. Like right. she probably could hear me cussing and shit downstairs. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't really like that. So, but I didn't, I didn't really understand what it was. I just felt like, uh, like maybe yeah. I'll try to do it at my friend's house. I don't know. I'm trying to all these different things. Um, then I was like, all right, well, I thought about reading. I'm like, um, cause I came up with this podcast idea a long time ago to like read on the thing. Cause I, I need to read more. So I'm yeah. like, let me read with people. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I, I remember know. that. Yeah. Feel me? So then I started reading on live 
And that was fun too. And I and it gave me opportunity to not have to think, mm. but could literally just react yeah, right. to what I was reading and act it out or whatever. So that was mm. fun too. But then what happened was I started going back outside. So yeah, it was COVID, got, but I was yeah, outside. Yeah, so yeah, niggas yeah, was like, like y'all not even watching because y'all outside too. So you was outside. outside. You, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was reckless. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm thankful to God I didn't get COVID, but I was wilding. So that's what happened. So it kind of, it phased out, but I did intend on, then I was like, well, maybe I'll just record it. I can see it anytime. Right. Then I was like, I'm probably looking at a lawsuit because nobody's reading on. I looked on YouTube. People was reading, but they were like reading silently. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even out loud. I'm like, this is probably because it's copyright infringement, bitch. Right. Um. So I don't even know if this is feasible, but I probably should have still tried. But you know, like I said, that creative process is a fucking damning. Like you, you trying to think everything through before even actually trying it, then you get stuck not doing anything at all because mm. you didn't figure it out. Right. You know, you ain't gonna figure it out until you do it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that- vicious. That's crazy how creators go through the exact same shit. Yeah. But don't tell each other shit. <laughs> like, niggas would be suffering in silence. Be like, I'm the yeah. only one in the fucking world going through this. Yo, and then it's like, I'm just hearing that shit, I'm like, I was doing that exact same shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure lonely. shit out. It's lonely as fuck, but it's it's also like, I, I don't know why. I mean, I don't I don't really think I'm really cool with that many creators, like tight with them yeah, yeah, yeah. to feel that comfortable. And then for me to talk about it, like, cause you know, I'm honest on my stories and shit like that, but mm. I just felt like I couldn't really like people. People are gonna say what they're gonna say. Like, yeah. oh, we love you. Oh, disco live. Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. and I'm like, that stuff does matter. But if I can't do it, if I can't feel I it, I don't feel it. It's, it's, it's not, not, it's not gonna, gonna be. What, it's not even gonna be what y'all want. Let alone mm. what I want. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't do it. So, yeah, it got so one day, um, still during quarantine, I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go to my friend's house. I was like, I'm gonna try it at his house. See if I feel better. See if I feel more comfortable. Go on live. And I think because I actually went live with a topic once or twice. And um, I was going to go over there and do it. Mm. And I was in my room crying my eyes out. I did not know why. I could not leave my room. I couldn't bring myself to go to his house. Mm. I couldn't. I just couldn't do anything. And my mom, she never comes upstairs. She came upstairs that day to bring me something. And she saw me crying. And I don't even talk to her like that. But that day I was like... <laughs> I'm 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 like I don't even know where this fear came from. Mm. And I'm like, how you go from going? I was going live every single day. I've every emotion. People die. All these different things. I'm mm. in front of these same people, but I just had the comfort right of being now. in that studio. Yeah, you feel me? I had a different type of comfort and being home. I just felt I felt very exposed and very like, what's that syndrome when you um imposter syndrome? Thank you. Yeah. I felt like my imposter syndrome came to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> like, bitch, what was you really doing up there, bitch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... So, so now I'm sitting at home like, this is really where you belong this whole fucking time, huh? Like, mm-hmm. it was a lot. So, yeah. So my mother was like, why don't you take a break from going live? And I'm like, I can't. That's but a... I did. And it was yeah, good for me. It, was it absolutely was good for me. But I couldn't see how it was going to be good for me. Mm-hmm. I think, I that, think... that stress was crazy. Yeah, we all go through that as creatives. Mm-hmm. Um. What's your favorite failure? Hmm. I'm trying to think what exactly I failed at. Like something that brought you to your lowest, didn't didn't wind up working out, but you gained something from it, you learned something from it, from it. It was a stepping stone to something greater. Hmm. Mm. Take your time. We got the power editing. <laughs> I'm trying to think my favorite failure. The radio station is probably it. It was such a big part of my life. And like, 
me t- really tapping into my voice. Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the things that I failed at, like having to get my car back to the bank. I ain't overcome that yet, so that's still a fail. Right. <laughs> um, but I mean, it could have been, it could have even been trying all those different jobs and knowing that they weren't for me. Hmm. Cause those matter. Like you, like all the different shit I try. Like let me, let me try to hold on to this. Let me try to hold on. I'm like, yeah, nah, mm-hmm. <laughs> not gonna work. <laughs> So those were failures that I appreciate because they, you know, kept me going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And if the, but like probably the biggest one would probably be the radio station because it just opened my eyes to so much shit about myself. It opened my eyes to the industry, opened my eyes to how to deal with people, how to, um, I had to tap into my own bag. Like sometimes you got to talk your shit and really know who you are. Almost definitely. Don't let people like, don't let, Learning not to let nobody tell you your worth, mm-hmm. show you your worth mm. by what you're paid or what what they tell you no to. You know what I mean? Like right. I had segments taken away, like wow shit. So I like I don't want to keep talking about that, like in a way, like make it like it's a negative time because it's not a negative time. Right, right. But right. that was probably my greatest failure because mm. I learned so much shit, even how to like watch my tongue. Like I'm wild. And mm. there were times where, you know, they'd be like, girl, you really pushing it. Yeah. So, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Learning how to get more cre- creatively, say certain things. So, mm. the, everything about that experience was, um, uh, what was a great failure you said? Greatest failure? Favorite failure. Favorite failure, yeah. yeah. Everything about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I got a few more questions for you. Okay. Um. So, you was talking about going on live and stuff, and stuff like that. And everybody was like, you know, we support you, Brittany, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But if, like, I don't, if, I, if I don't feel it, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. Now, but what's it like being recognized, you know, and stuff like that? Because when people, like, recognize your voice, if you, like, if you out somewhere and they hear that voice, they're like, hey, that's fucking Brittany. They be going. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. Um, It's wild to me. It's humbling. It's it's exciting. But it's also, like, weird because I like to, I'm low-key as fuck. mm like, I just, you know, I, like, I'm, people get it twisted because I'm so, like, extroverted that I'm, like, like the attention, but it's just what happens to me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I have the littest time with a group of people and never talk to them again. <laughs> right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like, just that like was that band. so much fun. Just like that band. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where these niggas at now. Where they at? Hope you're doing all right. <laughs> hope y'all all right. That's right. exactly what it is. So, um, but it's cool, but it, what what's wild to me is the carryover because... I haven't been on the radio since March of last year mm. or February. I forgot. When, I think my last shift was maybe March or that was the one that they canceled. I can't remember because of COVID. Mm. Um, but I went to the Stratford Carnival. What weekend was that this year? I didn't even know they had one this year. Yeah, they had it. Keep it was it like it was here for yeah. like two weeks, and I went. Oh, I think it was Father's Day. Matter of fact. Yeah, matter of fact, my, yeah, my daughter wanted to go there. Yep. So you right. And it yeah. was the last day of the carnival. And I went by myself because I'm like, I'm taking myself. I don't want to get on these rides. I want to win me a little stuffed animal. Mm. And I did all of the above. I'm in the line for the Ferris wheel. I see some guy look at me. And I'm like, I hope that's not your woman. Like, why are you looking over here? Right. So then the lady comes over and she goes, are you Brittany J? My husband told me you the girl from the radio. Mm. Over a year after I Mm. haven't touched the mic. You made an impact on people. That's the shit that that's the shit that I'll never get used to. Never. I'll never get like y'all remember because I really was up there being myself. So I probably said things that like I don't know what y'all know about me. Like mm-hmm. y'all know about me, and I don't know who knows about me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just out there, blah, blah, yeah. And y'all know who I am and all the wild shit I was saying. And see me at the Ferris wheel. 
Nigga. Like I'm glad I didn't offend you because <laughs> right. I could have just been out here. <laughs> nah, niggas, niggas remember when you make them feel some happiness, anger, <laughs> yeah. sadness. They remember when you make them feel something. Yeah. And so you brought that to people's lives, and you know that's always yep. a great feeling. Yep. <laughs> now, what's been your favorite moment in your career thus far? Oh, favorite moment. Doesn't have to be like the number one, but it's like yeah. the one that you can. Favorite moment. Because mm. you got many more to come. Like I feel like you you out of here. Like yeah. like at some at some point, Brittany J ain't gonna be Connecticut. She I gotta get, tap in somehow. I'm missing something, and that's why I'm not there yet. L.A., New York, Atlanta, something like that. She out of here. She I'm, ain't she gonna be here much longer. <laughs> I'm missing something. I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm just. Well, let me answer your question. So right. my greatest moment so far, honestly, I've been so impressed with these jobs I've been getting because, mm. like, it's I don't want to sound mm. like great like. Um, being an asshole, right? But to know that I didn't even think that this was possible, mm-hmm. to know that in two thousand maybe sixteen, I emailed somebody I went to school with who was working in TV and said, because I knew she worked at BET and was like, "Yeah, I want to work with something like Black Girls Rock or Wendy Williams." Mm. In that I went and I searched my email and typed in Wendy Williams and I found that email. Mm. And like I posted it in my stories and I edited out most of it just so they could see right. the Wendy part. Like that shit is crazy to me. So I guess being able to pivot is mm. probably my favorite thing so far. Outside of there was this one time I had to do a last minute interview with Jay Farrow, and that really that really pushed me to the limit because I'm used to being the side. Mm. I'm used to helping you figure out what we're going to talk about, but not being the person to talk about it. Right. And Biggs wasn't there, and Reg couldn't come in the cover, and I was just there, and I found out 10 minutes before he was going to be there that he was coming, mm. and all, I'm the one interviewing him. So that, I will never, I still got the picture. Like, that I will never forget because that really pushed me to my fucking limit. Like, the amount of pressure and having to operate under that level of nerves. Mm was some shit that I didn't even think I could do. So it showed me something. Mm. So that was probably, like, one of my top. And then just being able to pivot and, like, navigate through this shit. Yeah, you fucking queen of that shit. Like, all the jobs that you rattled off and all the shit that you've been doing and how you overcome this <laughs> adversity and now you're here, now you're there. <laughs> driving here to do this. Yeah. I quit this to go here. To, nigga. Yeah. It's a lot, man, but you get that shit done. Yeah, um. So now the windy opportunity. Yes. How did that come about? So, once people fuck with you, they fuck with you, man. Um, Okay. So, Pyramid. I told you I got that from page, the people that pay six. Right. So, they fuck with their own. So, I... Pyramid stopped. Last year, around May, Um, I get a phone call. Um, And I can say this now because the show's actually coming out. So, I get mm. a phone call from these two people that says, we're we're the executive producers for the Nick Cannon talk show. Mm. And you come highly recommended. And we would love to interview you. Mm. <laughs> highly recommended. As, highly recommended. In fact, that's the, that's the title's episode. I was like, who told you that? Mm-hmm. I asked them, like, from who? <laughs> I ain't even done nothing for real. Yeah, right. And they mentioned the people from page six. Mm-hmm. The executive producer, name is Kay. And my guy Jim, who was the the um line producer, so they just fucked with me, so they recommended me. But obviously, you have to get the you have to do the interview yourself, right? So 
I go to just a group chat from people that I was with, that I worked with at Page Six. Mm-hmm. And all of us actually was reached out to, except maybe one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh shit. So this is real, number one. Number two, I really might not get that shit, okay? Because uh, they've been working before yeah. me. I'm like, I was, that was my first gig and these niggas been, they were showing me how to do the job yeah, while they were yeah, doing yeah. the job. Like, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm when I feel see what I'm up against, I'm like, heard you. I'm going to do the interview though. Yeah, right. right, okay. So I do the interview and it went well. Like, I, they liked my radio shit. They liked um that I interviewed people. So, you know, whatever the case, they, they liked all of that. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I was applying to be a produce, associate producer, they just liked that I was just able to finesse without finesse. Okay, right. fine. So it was great. So... I found out that one of my coworkers, old coworkers at the job, I'm like, oh shit. I didn't hear back. I'm assuming I didn't get the job. Mm. They eventually call me and they're like, we do want you, but we want you to take on the production assistant. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, sign me the fuck up. Right. Are you serious? I didn't even hesitate. Like, what is it to talk about, bitch? Right now. The fuck <laughs> is it to talk about? Mm-hmm. I need a job. Okay. <laughs> so, and that was probably when the summer really fucking started. Cause y'all seen that I was outside. Yeah. But when I knew. That you got that Wendy job? No, 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 Nick oh, Cannon. Oh, the no, Nick Cannon shit. Feel yeah. me? I'm taking you on a story, right? Yeah, right. When I knew I got Nick Cannon, I'm like, it's up and motherfucking stuck. Like, mm. so I'm lit all summer, like blowing, blowing my little unemployment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them niggas. Right, nah. right, yeah. I got, it, I got it. Bought a MacBook. Yeah. Bought an iPad. Yeah, right. You know what I'm Finally, I need, I got a laptop, niggas. Money's so, gonna be coming in. I got this. Feel me? Yeah. Like I'm out here. So, um, here comes August. I'm winding down because I'm like, all right, bitch, relax. You know, you about to start working. Right. We have a meeting with the team. Mm. This is how things are going to go. This is when we start. You do know who the show never started, right? Yeah. You do know why it never started, right? No. Right. So what happened was the next week, a Friday, we get in, they email us in the morning, like, just like a follow-up. Mm. Later that afternoon... Everything goes haywire when Nick says the anti-Semitic shit. Oh, on his podcast. Listen, um, that shit happened. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Um, this is exciting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then they pull Wildin' Out from MTV, too. You. Yeah. The shit said Wildin' Out was playing Fresh Prince. Crisis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you know that, I mean? yeah. So, okay, well, that has nothing to do with the talk show. Yeah, right. I still right? had a job. I'm good. a job. I'm good, I'm good. I emailed them. I didn't hear back, but I was like, I know you guys are probably super busy. Just let me know what's going on. Mm. What can I do? Can I save it? I don't right. know. And then we got the email that, yeah, so the job's been postponed mm. to um next year sometime. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, postponement's not the worst thing. That means it still exists, but now I got a year to find some fucking work. Right. So this is not cool. So when that happened, it was a last minute, like blitz, I'll call it like, the same people from Pyramid, they were like, well, Pyramid's starting back up. I'm going to put you back on it because mm. you were already on it, whatever. They put me back on it. I do that for five weeks. And then I found that was that when I ended, I found like a work from home position mm. um, with like this TLC show called 90, 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. I was transcribing for them. So literally just like whatever they say so in those confessionals, it? I was writing that shit down. Oh, shit. Fell asleep a lot. It was a lot. Right. It was crazy. Niggas was in India. I'm like, it is 1 a.m. here. The fuck? <laughs> Why did y'all pick this time? Um, so I did that. Then comes January. I get a phone call from a friend of a friend who's working. I, I promise I'm getting to the to the story. Oh, good. Um, I get a phone call from a friend of a friend who was working at People Magazine's digital department, People TV. Mm-hmm. 
they had a show called Reality Check. Oh, we're hiring for a PA, production assistant. Mm-hmm. You interested? Yes, I yeah. need a job. It's work from home. Perfect, yes. Mm-hmm. Start that January. Also in January, I get a phone call from the Nick people. So I'm like, what's going on, y'all? Mm-hmm. Good sign, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, okay, so we're doing something in March, like a two-week test joint. Mm-hmm. We would love to have you. Like, y'all hired me twice. Mm-hmm. You understand right, how? Right, That's crazy. Come <laughs> like me. You called me twice. I didn't even work with y'all yet. You right. called me twice. Mm-hmm. So, boom. Guess that two weeks in March. I know I'm working a job from home. I will figure that shit the fuck out when it comes because right. I'm definitely doing that shit. Mm-hmm. So, here comes March. Let's have a meeting. Let's Zoom. Because I asked them before, before it happened. I said, is it going to be remote? Because everything's remote. Uh-huh. Is it going to be remote? They're like, most likely, yes, until we get closer to the day that we actually shoot, which is going to be a Saturday. I'm like, that's perfect because of the way people were set up. Mm. They don't know I'm working another job. Mm. they don't know any of this because I, I don't got time for nobody to be like oh we need somebody who's fully no no, no. I'm available don't yeah, you worry dude, about yeah, it yeah I got this <laughs> so March comes we get an email they're like hey guys so we're actually gonna have you guys come into the office huh that's good right that's so that's interesting yeah the, into the office I'm working a job from home that operates on Zoom mm-hmm. okay so now I'm worried then they're like but everybody's gonna have their own space I'm like, all right, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my, my personal laptop for this job. I'm going to bring my work laptop for that job. I'm going to just get this shit done, handle it however the fuck I can handle it. Right. I get to the office. Oh, here's your seat. I'm in the room with the damn copier. Oh, shit. I got a, I'm at a table. There's a, a PA over here, another PA. Executive producers are in offices right ahead of me. Producers' offices is right there. Mm. Anybody want to go to the bathroom, they're going out mm, that door. Right. I'm supposed mm. to work two jobs. And... With all this around me. Okay. It's impossible. Oh, okay. So I'm still, I'm, I'm shitting bricks every day. Mm. There's just, there's no, I was uncomfortable as fuck. I'm like, need my one producer from my old job knew, from people knew mm. that I was working here, but, but this has to take priority. Right, so right, right. here I go giving you priority. Right. I got people walking up to me sometimes. Hey, do you think you can? I got headphones on the whole time because I'm in Zooms. Mm-hmm. In my job with this job, like, because I'm a PA, I'm old, I have to be in the script, like, putting time code, so I have to pay attention. Right. If somebody swears, I got to write that down. If somebody's mm-hmm. doing this, I got to write that down. I'm pulling pictures for the show after this is over. Feel me? While I'm working, While you're working at, at, Nick at Cannon, fucking Nick Cannon's show. In Nick Cannon's office. <laughs> right. The fuck? Here mm. come Nick walking in. God damn it. Oh, shit. Nick, when... All right, here we go. You actually come here? He walked just like Drumline, too. I said oh, he walked shit. the same. <laughs> he walked just like, you remember his feet? They walk, put his feet to that, to that when he walked out to the stadium? Yeah. His feet do the same shit. I'm like, this man has not aged. Okay, so I ain't even think Nick was going to be in this nigga just walking past me, going to his office. I'm like, what the fuck? And the stakes kept getting higher and higher every day. So I'm like, I got through the first week. I bet I just got to get through these next four days because it's four because people didn't work on Friday. So I'm like, okay. I got through Monday through Thursday. Uh, on Wednesday, some shit I had a fucking meeting with Nick Cannon in an interview for people at the same fucking time, both on Zoom, which killed me because I'm like, if we doing this on Zoom, I could have stayed my black ass home. Right, right, right. This right. whole time. And um, then there was... um. Yeah, and people, I had to be in the script. So, Nick, I wasn't really worried about because I didn't have to interact. Mm. But still, same time, I got to, my face has to be on the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel me like, fuck, okay. So, I don't know how I made it. Couldn't even tell you. Grace of God. So, my problem was this. 
working hard, busting my ass, whatever, getting done, whatever needs to get done. Mm. My problem was because I was working with people, I couldn't fully interact with people. Mm. I couldn't rub elbows. I right. couldn't, hey, do you need anything? I couldn't do that. Couldn't it do was, that. The work kind of had to come to me. Mm-hmm. If you wanted something done, you kind of had to tell me because I wasn't going to you because I couldn't make no promises. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it was like, I'm, I'm getting what you need done, but I'm not doing, above, I can't go above and beyond. Mm. Not until after 3.30. <laughs> not until after this last interview then you got you got me to whenever you want me you feel gotcha, me gotcha. so I started feeling like damn like I hope I didn't waste this opportunity because I did all this and I'm still you know because I couldn't fully tap in the way I wanted to I'm always on my computer I look like I probably look like I'm anti-social because right. sometimes you walk by and I'm like hey girl and other times I'm like, like nigga I don't uh, even see you just locked. You, you feel what I'm <laughs> saying so shit was crazy so anyway the job the Nick Cannon thing ends I fucking make it Um, and I Somehow left a good impression on them because they emailed me saying you did an awesome job. You know, we'll be in touch. Boom. So Nick Cannon's show mm. is under the same company as Wendy. Okay. So it's his own show. We worked in the office across the street from that studio. Mm-hmm. When we taped the show, it was across the street at her studio. Right. So some of the like production, like the main, not the producers, creative side, like the production mm. side, mm. we worked with Wendy people because we had to. Like this is y'all turf. Got you. But I didn't really interact with them because again, I'm you're doing two jobs. Buried. Yeah. Feel me? So there was this guy there named Pat and black dude, dope black dude. He's like, oh. Um, when he introduced me, like the first day I come here, is your desk. Da, 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 da. I'm the one that sent you the COVID test. Mm. Boom. Nice to meet you, Pat. Don't talk to him for the next two weeks. Right. Um, Saturday comes, I'm outside now. Cause now I'm like, right. I don't gotta worry about yeah, my right. other job. Yeah. Need, yeah, right. <laughs> like, whatever you need. Like, so mm. um, they need me to sit in the honest. I'm sitting in the honest. You need me to grab pictures, I'm grabbing pictures, whatever. Right. So I see the dude Pat, he sees me running around, like, I don't know if you know what I'm doing, but whatever the case, yeah. whatever. I'm seeing anybody now. I'm outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So boom. So I told you, I get the email saying thank you for that. Then that Friday, like next Friday, mm. um, I get a text from Pat. And he's like, hey, how's everything? Whatever the case. So I'm like, what I do? What I, what, what I do wrong? <laughs> what's, up, what's up, Pat? I'm thinking I got COVID because he was the one that gave you me the test. the test. Yeah. I'm thinking I maybe didn't turn my key card in or some shit. Like, what did I do wrong? Right. He goes, oh, no, you didn't do nothing wrong. He calls me like, I was calling because we're hiring at Wendy. And mm. we're hiring for a creative PA, which is what I was doing for Nick. Mm. Um, and I want you to submit your submit your resume. So I, I actually he didn't say submit your resume. He was like, I want you to. He like recommended me or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, when the fuck do I start? Mm. No, you have no. to submit your resume. Yeah. Send me your resume. I sent my resume, and then you know went through the proper channels. They interviewed multiple people. I once I interviewed, she's like, let me know if you're still interested by Monday. Mm. I let her know by the next day. I don't got time for Monday. Says interview was Thursday. You get an email Friday saying yes, ma'am. Yes. I don't care what it pays. I don't care any of that. Yes. Mm. So then, um, she's like, "All right, bet." So by Monday or Tuesday, send me a list of like a list of hot topics. Mm. So that's when I found when she when she originally emailed me, she let me know it was for the hot topics team. Right. right. I didn't even know what the position was for. Mm. It could have been sweeping. It could have been cleaning mics. I did not care. As long care. as I'm around. Feel me? So when she said it was for Hot Topics, I'm like, Jesus, what the fuck is going on here? Because, like, that's all I do, mm. right? So she told me to send the list. I'm like, let me just send you, I sent that shit off. Like, this is what, whatever. This is what I got. Feel me? Send her, like, 22 stories, and then I don't hear from her all week. I'm like, fuck, they probably hired somebody else. So then the following Friday, so at this point, now it's literally 11 days after we wrap with Nick. Mm. I get a random phone call from a 917 number. We would love to have you. Mm. That's how I got it. Mm. 
Hope the story was worth it because I said a lot of words. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Oh, man. Yep. So now you've been at Wendy for how long now? Started April 19th. Started April 19th. Yep. So that's four months? No. Three months. Three months, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's math. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a hell of a fucking journey. Still got more to go. Uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot. Yep. I know. I, I like. I'm exhausted. Like, damn. Like, nah. You, like, wow. Like the crazy shit is like, we only see so much in a post. Yeah. And then you know you only say but so much. So to actually like sit down and then get all the tea, just get yeah. everything. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking amazing. Just how you know you build these relationships. You mm-hmm. get in there. You work your ass off. People take notice of that. They recommend you for this. They yep. they put your name in this pot. They was right. like, hey, Brittany's good for this. She does this. She's right. Good. She's a people person. Whatever the case. Yep. And then you just these opportunities just fall in your lap. That's the wild shit to me because I'm like I really. I was holding myself back by accident. I didn't even, it, it's the just the difference between how when you really have people who are for their people, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just like, damn, like I was really selling myself short out here. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one thing we can't do as creators because we get down on ourselves. We feel like we're not doing enough. We're not doing the right Absolutely. thing. But it's like, we just got to trust our fucking gut, man. Right, and that's really what it is. Right. got to trust that gut. Yeah, man. And, figure things out as you do it, not necessarily have to wait until you figure it out because that's that, that you get stagnant. Cause even now yeah. that I'm in the business and I'm in, I'm like, okay, so I still believe that I'm supposed to entertain, right? Mm. Like there's no way around it. I've done it. I've touched it. I've seen it. There's no way around it now. Mm. So how do I get back to that? How do I incorporate what I've learned from all these jobs? Where where's the people that I'm supposed to meet? You know what I mean? Like what lessons mm. am I supposed to be learning? What do I have to do on my own? Like, what type of content maybe do I have to figure out to do on my own to fully be able to reach the potential? Like, everybody sees me as going out of here, mm. and I love that, and I appreciate it, but I'm still trying to see it for myself mm. because I, I'm like, what does out of here look like for me? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does that mean my own TV? People text me like, when are you going to be on the TV? And I'm like... I don't, um, that's not how yeah. I got here. That's not what I'm here for. But thank you for seeing me there. Mm. When I was 15 years old, I went to Atlanta for the first time. Mm. And we went to the underground. And there was a caricaturist there. Mm. And I'm out of my black ass business. Me and my brother, my sister, my brother's like, oh, get the caricature. We sit, whatever. He, skit, yeah. feel me? He put a camera in the corner of the picture pointed at me and set, put TV on it. Look at God. I was 15 years old and we still have that picture. Look at God. And I'm like, this man just sat here. It manifested. I, I walked yeah. through the underground. I don't know this nigga. Feel me? Yeah. So it'd be these spooky. So when people say that now, I'm like, yo, it's, it's, it's crazy to me that people can say that, but also like it's spooky. Like, Okay, like I hear you, but tell me what to do because I still don't know what to do. Right. I still don't know how to make whatever is supposed to happen happen. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? And then how do I do it? Right. And I know it starts with me producing my own content. I'm sure somehow, I'm sure I have to do something. I can't, like, what else? Right. Wait, see, see, see all these mics? Right, right. When's, so, when's, the, when's the Britney J podcast coming? I know. I know. I know. I actually mm-hmm. had, a, I actually bought a mic. Then mm. I'll take it out. It's still in the box. I bought right. it in January. That shit is still in the box. I was supposed to like do a show on damn 
what's that shit called that was popping for a couple minutes? Clubhouse. Thank you. Mm. And I was like, yeah, nah. I backed out. I started working at people. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. So she was trash anyway. Listen, I'm so glad that that little phase. People are still <laughs> on it, but I am over it. Yeah. Okay, immediately. Um, but yeah, um, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I have a name idea and everything. I just haven't sat and like just started talking. I don't know exactly what I want it to be about. I'm like, do I want to put the T in it? Do mm. I want like how do you just start? I don't I don't know if I want to interview people because people be liking to hear what I have to say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I even asked people that follow me, I was like, what's your favorite thing? Like, what's your least favorite thing? The interviews are cool, but we more so like to interact with you and more so like to interview. Talk, you talk that shit. Right. So I'm mm. like, maybe I don't have to interview, but I can have people with me to talk to. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. But I know I have to push a button soon because that's just the way there's I'm a I'm a always main in this lane if I don't tap in. Mm. I feel yeah. like I feel like you should talk to G. You know, we have cameras here, we have yeah. mics here, you know, you can stream some shit, live interaction with the people. Yeah. Be it on Facebook, you can stream to Facebook. Yeah. And all that good shit. You know, yeah. that's where probably a, a bulk of your followers are at, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's a you got a, you got a lot of options. Now, um, ultimately, what is the goal? We know you want to be an entertainer. You mm. don't belong behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Personality too big to be stuck behind somebody's fucking desk. <laughs> like, what is the ultimate goal? Like, is it is it really the Grammy still? Is it being on TV? Is it being, you know, radio? You know, again, top station in the country, top mm. 40, whatever. Yeah. That's the part that I feel like if I knew that, I would be able to double down and drill it in. Nigga, just do it all. And this is what it... You feel me? Just like, do it all. Whatever opportunities come, if I'm able to entertain, I'm going to take it and see where it goes. Mm. But, like, I can't pinpoint, like, it's TV for me. I right. can't do it because I, like, God, send the message. You know what I mean? He probably trying to send it. You got me over here. So maybe stop, start listening, bitch. Like, you're in TV. So maybe you're supposed to be there. Like, maybe that's what it is. Mm. But, like, it's also scary to say it because then you got to actually, like, like, it's like making a vision board, right? Yeah. I've never completed one because... You gotta have a vision, yeah. and then like once you have that vision, you feel you like you stick gotta to stick to it. Right. It was like, oh shit, oh did I yeah. say it? Yeah. Oh. Mm. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. But knowing I'm in the right direction feels good. But also knowing like you never gonna, you're never gonna be comfortable in any position that you're put in because you're probably not supposed to be the person working. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you're pro- probably not supposed to be the person working for somebody, or you're probably not supposed to be the one behind the scenes. Like yeah, it's. it's getting clearer by the day it's just what does that look like for me so it could be radio i don't know radio like you know radio still is always gonna be a thing but i don't know it it could be just a podcast that grows into something else like right. I, I don't know um it could be getting on tv like it could be i have no idea but i will say so this is something that means so much to me like he doesn't even know how much this means to me but because i don't because I, I do you know who norman is that was on wendy yeah so I work on the team with him. Okay. Like we're all on the team together. Like I pull his pictures. We do research together, whatever the case. Mm. So I don't know if he knows that I worked in radio um, or remembers or whatever the case. Mm. But one day I'm sitting in the, um, where I'm sitting in the, our little conference room and me and my coworker were going back and forth about what, what the topics we were going to talk about or have when he talk about. And he was like, this needs to be a podcast. Like, I would seriously listen to every episode. And I'm like, he, like I could have cried right then and there. Like, you don't even know what that fucking means. You talk to a legend. Say what you want. That's a fucking legend, okay? Oh, no, she a legend. You feel me? You sit in that chair and coordinate and talk to and bounce off of 
a fucking legend. legend. And you're telling me that you would listen to my podcast? Nigga, do you not see what people see in you? So that's the that's been the and that's what it is. And that's what it's always been. Hey, I, we see it. We need you to see that shit, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, my best friend tell me all the time, like, but y'all tell you this shit for years, bitch. You don't listen. Yeah. But I'm like, nobody can ever convince me, but this is what it is. Like, I have to convince myself, but what it is is because I've always, like, you asked me, have you always been the life of the. Yes, nigga, I have. Mm. So now you think niggas are telling me I could package this shit and sell it? How, nigga? Mm. What does that look like? Like, I'm not. My shit is on the fly. Mm. You feel me? I don't. I'm not a scripted. Oh, let's put it together, person. Even right. though, even though I do that kind of work, yeah. for me, I can't do that kind of work. It's the weirdest thing, yeah, or yeah, I, yeah. I overthink it. So I'm mm. like, well, for me, I gotta do it. Th- Listen, I don't know, but that's the wild shit about it. He said that shit twice, and it's always come anytime I get in a conversation with somebody or whatever. Oh, you need to be. On, we gotta do this podcast together. Oh, you, you, you got you gotta do this podcast. That word always comes up in a conversation when I'm in a room, and I'm like, was y'all saying this before I got here? I always wonder that. I always wanted that. Like, not just, like, not even with Norman, just, like, with anybody who mentions it. Mm. I'll be like, like, even Big Man wants to do a podcast with me. I'm like, nigga, I'm on a show with your ass. You want to do a podcast with me? Like, what the fuck? Like, so, I I started to see, like, okay, so I'm the common denominator, Mm. right? But what does it look like? What does it it look like for me? Right. I got a comment like that one time because I interviewed Rob Markman, right? Mm. And this nigga interviewed Jay-Z, Kendrick, Sway, all these niggas, right? Yeah, that out here. Interviewed him maybe like 2019. Yeah. Got done with the interview. He was like, yo, that's one of the best interviews I ever had. Mm. I was like, nigga, it's fucking Rob Markman telling me. I, right. Nigga, I just, right. All I did was write down some questions, did some research, and right. I asked you questions and shit is over. Like, like yeah. Right. You're like, you studied my music. You went back in my old magazines. You mm-hmm. did that. And I was like, yo, that's one of the best interviews I ever had. Wow. See? that? See? <laughs> But you tapping yeah. in, though. That's the thing. You always tapped in. That's why I come, because yeah. I'm like, I never met you before. I feel like a DM, right? Yeah, like, that was it. So, but I saw what she was doing. I saw he was moving. I'm like, I'm definitely going to go. Like, kidding me? Like, mm. you take yourself seriously, so I'm definitely going to take you serious, you know? I appreciate that. Yeah. Because, like I said, I, I don't know in a couple years if I'm going to be able to reach you and shit, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know how flooded them DMs going to be, you know? <laughs> you might have to shuffle through some shit. Like, Shut up. Like, if, if it's between, like, me and Method Man, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't, know who, I don't know who she gonna answer first, B. I'm definitely answering Method Man. Are you kidding me? I love yeah, him. I know. He's fine as fuck and I will have the rest of his babies. I don't care. <laughs> I said it on July 21st, 2021. That's a cool like, nigga, he man. he can get it all. I don't care. I met him one time. He was a cool, yeah, re- real cool nigga, man. I don't know how Down yet, I seen him. Like, you wanna talk about, like, I, I, well, quick story. Like, <laughs> okay. I was at I was at Toad's place, right? It okay. was a, um, I think it was like, it was it was the Smokers Club tour. Oh, okay. okay. It was Big Crit, um, Method Man, yep. uh, couple other people right yep. so we get into the venue me and my boy parked down the street so we walk into the venue right and we're near yale and it's a bunch of white and asian motherfuckers small little asian white motherfuckers right yeah. we walking down the street we see this big six five nigga walking uh, through i see a fucking asian oh like the fuck yeah. we get closer it's meth with, with pizza in his hand <laughs> just walking to the fucking venue it's like yo i love it like yo that's meth he's like yo shh 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 i was like yo. like niggas don't know it's me Big so ass. Then, he's really, he's really that tall. He's really like six three, six five. He was like, oh shh, 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 niggas don't know it's me. So we walked to the venue. He's like, yeah, that was fucking meth. Me and my boys like Wu Tang fans to to death, Dope. right? Get in the venue. Come back on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Oh my god. <laughs> so we get in the venue, right? I think Big Crit. Oh no, Yellow Wolf's on stage. Okay. Yellow Wolf's on stage. We in the crowd chilling. Method Man comes in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Comes right next to me and my boy. Taps us. Yo, who the fuck is this on stage? Ah. Uh, what? Meth? 
the fuck you doing down here? Only the one and only? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> this nigga's like, yo, what the I'm fuck offended. you mean I'm doing down here? He was like, yo, you the fucking god MC? What you doing like, down you here? Like, 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 nigga, like, nigga, I'm just like you. I got a skill. Wow. He was just like, yo, that's Yellow Wolf, this, that, and the third. I love that for him. Somebody was smoking in the crowd, passed the shit to him, smoked it. Nigga went back to the uh, back. 20 minutes later, came out, performed, killed wow. the shit, and went about his business. The that's nigga, a, man. That's a, I'm excited for that night. That's dope. I don't, I don't necessarily need to meet any of... I met my favorite <laughs> rapper ever. Right. I don't need to meet nobody else, my nigga. I'm cool on, on rappers. I'm cool. <laughs> Maybe like, you know, like RZA. I might want to meet RZA. Okay. Actors, I might want to meet, you know, mm. directors and shit. Yeah. Rappers, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all no more. <laughs> Not a one. You bet the one and only. The one and only, my nigga. Yeah, um, that's dope as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, um, appreciate you for coming. No problem. <laughs> Glad you came. Thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, where can the people find you if you want them to find you? Y'all can hit me on Instagram. That's basically all I use. Um, at it's Britney J. You gotta put the it's in there because there's a Britney J out there. I don't know who she is. Yeah. So I T S. B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-J-A-Y. That is where I reside. All right. And the Britney yes. J podcast coming soon. Hope. Yes, sir. We got to, I got to tap in. Thank you for speaking life. Thank you for speaking life. NG Studio, maybe, you know, if you. you yeah, I mean, I'm I not mean, opposed. You know I what mean, I mean? It's saying song, you know, I don't know. I mean, I get you. It's just, cool. it's yeah. just the location. It's, it's far. Yeah. I'm but gonna, um, yeah, it's, he got yeah. a dope setup in here. Yeah. You know, not even going to dope setup. I don't know. Just talk to him. You know, he, he's there. <laughs> he's there. But like I said, appreciate you um for coming. Uh, Congrats on all your success so thank far you, and everything you got you. to come. You I'm know, glad it's, you're it's, back. It's, it's really inspired. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, think, I think that's it. So, uh, one thing's for certain we're too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. hoes. I go by the name of Domino. <laughs> that's Brittany J. Hey. And we out of here. Out of here. Domino, motherfucker, what's happening?